Welcome to Couch Crouches. Couch this is Jim. Crouches. <laughs> this is Jim. I'm Gonzo. All right, so we have um, no couple, Joe, no Joe. Shame, which is sad, because this is probably the last Couch Crouches before I am a, before I become a father. Before you are with child. It's true. Well, no. I, well, yeah. Correct. My wife has been with child now for nine and a half months. So but yeah, you shall be with child. It's true. Um, so I'll watch. So today, what I wanted to do was have a couple of dads on. Um, I'm not a dad. No, you're not. But you're, you know, you're, you're, you're Gonzo. Um, <laughs> so uh, first of all, we have uh, a dad who's uh, certainly familiar to the show, uh, familiar to our listeners. We have Jordan from Table to Stage. How you Hello, doing, Jordan? I'm good. How are you? I'm hanging in there. All right. How many kids you got? Three. How old? Is that last count. Uh, I have a daughter who's about to be nine, and twin six-year-old boys. God bless you. And mm. also, three times you do. We have <laughs> a uh, good answer. We have a, a friend of mine who I've known for more than twenty years, my good buddy Josh. Why do you have to bring that part of it? Up? Yeah, this is different than Gonzo's friend Josh. Yeah, who is also roommates with my other friend Jim, who is different than you, my friend Jim. I'm already confused. <laughs> Can I ask a question to Gonzo? He said no, Joe, before in a way really reminiscent. Was it kind of the anti? A G.I. Joe call? Like, no, Joe! Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one was quiet. Yeah, that was quiet. <laughs> that one was quiet. Oh, but and it ran straight into Jaqueline. God damn it. <laughs> Who will never come back, probably. No, I don't know. know. Oh, she, you know does what? Does she still listen? Jaqueline, so. if you still listen, tell us. So, uh, yeah, no. Um, you never isolated that sensual recitation of no, my name. No, I never did. I did, however, we, we did, however, skip something. Um, thanks to Josh, we now have a theme song for Jordan. Oh, God. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, I'll if like- you guys tell more, if you, the, the, if, if the Grouch Potatoes out there tell more people about our show and tell our friends, we too will get cease and desists <laughs> for playing other people's music. In the meantime, I own none of this music. All I can think of when I hear this song now, though, is that gif of the, uh, Walrus or whatever playing the toy saxophone <laughs> as he swims backwards in a circle. You ever seen that? It was an otter, I think, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know. It was a uh, it was a, aquatic it was some kind creature, of aquatic, aquatic mammal. mammal. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah. So, thanks for coming, guys. I really appreciate it. No problem. Um, thanks for the invitation. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not a dad yet, so today's show is gonna be very dad centric. So, if you're, um, oh shit, I'm gonna do that now. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. So we don't forget. Oh, I got a pop top yeah, today too. Yeah. Hold on, I'm going to take the lid off my coffee here. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Jordan. Oh! Yeah. It, those, those um, that one's, because it's tall and skinny, not unlike my Johnson. Hold on. Ah, that was kind of lackluster. Oh, that's, they have asked us like to ass. stop. I am not a fan of the mango. No. The mm. mango is vile. The mango <laughs> diet coke. It's horrible. You hadn't had it before? <laughs> Who is oh, no, it sucks. Someone I had, else I had an orange <coughs> one on the way here. I wasn't impressed with that. The Someone orange ones are... brought the, the mango one here, and I found wound up drinking it. You didn't it like it. It may have been Dan? No, it might have been me. I might have had or it in you? the house. Yeah. I don't know. You, this this is the only one really worth drinking, is the, uh, the, 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 the ginger lime. The cherry's okay, too, but the cherry's got a weird spicy aftertaste. Huh. Yes, I'm a Diet Coke sommelier. <laughs> <laughs> so... I am very familiar with the dulcet tones of many flavored Diet Cokes. All right. I'll um, call you next time before I make my cooler yeah, selection. That was a horrible selection. Yeah. I, 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 mango is my thing. I love mango-flavored oh, yeah. stuff. So I saw that, and I thought, 
That can't possibly be bad. That is a savory Diet Coke. Isn't it bizarre? It is. It's a savory it's Diet very, Coke. Would you like strange. Would you like a ginger lime Diet Coke? No, no, I'm going to finish. This is my punishment for choosing poorly. All right. Would you <laughs> care to smell the bottle cap, sir? <laughs> it's a sparkling Muscatel, one of the fine wines of Idaho. Vintage a nose on Tuesday. That <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so you'll have to get used to this, Jordan. Uh, Josh and I quote movies that you've seen a million times, like I'm, it's our I'm fucking job. That, okay. Yeah. Gonzo's a little young. Yep. Gonzo's a little young. Um, we went over this before. Yep. Wait, Gonzo's young? <coughs> um, compared compared to you, he is. You're still older, older than me, old man. Yes, but I'm pretty sure that Jordan's oh, older than I am. I'm still the oldest one at the table. <laughs> <laughs> well, considering that Joe's the youngest one, that wasn't going to change <laughs> if he was here. Um, what about Ellie? Ellie's older than all. Than, well, at How least Jim old are you? And I. 42. You're 42. Ellie's older than you. Right. But Ellie's not so here tonight. Ellie was almost here tonight. Ellie is um, probably one of my oldest friends. Ellie is also... Well, we just went over yeah, We just went yeah. over <laughs> how old he is. No, but like one of my <laughs> longest lasting friends. He's also going to be the godfather of my son. So, Thanks for telling me. Well, he... Uh, you're not Catholic. Um, I was oh. raised Catholic. <laughs> I'm baptized Catholic. Okay. He... Um, I was an altar boy. So, straight up, here's his reason. I wasn't, but I was Eucharistic minister. Um Nobody ever did anything. I was so disappointed. Do you want to hear the most dad excuse for not being able to be here? <laughs> this is good, too, I, yeah. He, sure. had, he had to uh, take over for his son's Cub Scout troops, um, Scoutmaster, who who was sick and had to be out tonight. Now, Jim said okay. this. Well, the way he said this to me earlier was, so his pack leader, and I was like, what? <laughs> is this yeah, not some werewolf? sort of 1950s man wolf, uh, like, uh, werewolf slash biker gang God thing? damn, I don't know what I ate, but that reeks. <laughs> I have no fucking idea. <clears throat> All of you who paid disgusting. extra for Smell-O-Vision are <laughs> sorely disappointed. <laughs> so I'm seriously considering, by the way, um, we've been talking about starting a YouTube channel for a while. Yes. I, I think when I have this baby... I'm going to see if I can monetize this little bastard. Oh, nice. And, and start doing like... <laughs> anytime you like put him up, somebody's got to pay a dollar and like, pop him up yeah, on the right. screen. Um, Insert 50 cents in your screen now for a shot of the baby. <laughs> Maybe. No, I'm thinking about doing like, like... Oh, Twitch stream, yeah. I'm going to do like doing like goofy little comedy bits with the baby. Cosplay really, baby. I don't know. It really depends on... Listen, oh, I can't... I could help with cosplay I baby. I can't afford... I'm too big to make a Doctor Doom costume for myself. I'm too big. But can you make a Doctor Doom costume for a baby? Yeah, can his skin be made of metal? And also, he was on the space station, and they all got there. Yeah, I I petered out there because I've said it too many times. I hate you so much. Actually, all Jim's gonna do. But is yeah, Doctor Doom, baby, his baby camera, and just stream it on YouTube. I, that's, <laughs> yeah, you probably See, will. My brain auto-corrected as you were in the middle of baby camera, and I started to think baby cannon. Uh, well, hey, <laughs> listen, Jim wants to monetize this somehow. Yeah. Maybe baby cannon is the. Uh, <laughs> now, do you mean like baby cannon is like shoot the baby out of a cannon, or do you mean like a, a large <laughs> like, operatic, like a, a large coral piece, like a baby cannon? Oh, I was, I think <laughs> or was actually... do you mean, or do you mean like the 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 central meta story of the baby, like cannon? Oh, I was I thinking thought... like liturgical cannon, like <laughs> yeah. of babies. I like... thought more of like colloquialism for vagina. Okay. Wow. No, no, that's that's fine. Okay. I didn't realize Canon had so many different uses. And yay, the baby did say unto him, I'm hungry, Dad. What the hell? <laughs> Your breasts do not serve me I'm a- the way my mother served. <laughs> I'm so excited for this baby. Your breasts do not serve me. That's spectacular. 
It'll be oh, were you not aware of that already, Jim? What'll be interesting the... for him is when the baby thinks they do the first time. Oh, that's always <laughs> a good. That's always that. What? Uh, what? What's okay, going I on? Get here? It. I we... get it. I get it. I'm glad we're not already imposing gender roles, baby. But we men with tits have to worry about this. Uh, baby cosplay will strap him to your side. He'll be so, quato. So tell you what we're gonna do. We're gonna. We're gonna. Quaid. We're gonna hold on to the baby stuff for a minute. Okay. We're gonna do the news. I'm going to just make sure that I got this. <laughs> no. No, it, it's hot. Oh, yeah, Josh doesn't listen, yes. so he doesn't know the, what the this look is. on his face is. It's <laughs> good times, man. I decided to come in just completely virgin experience. <laughs> um, you know, I figured it'd add a little spice. Confused so far? <laughs> Not particularly. That was Joe doing the theme song for the news. Um, so as played by Jim Jordan, did you say you had some news? Well, I was looking through my news feed to see if there was anything worth commenting on. Okay, anything interesting? Well, I don't know if you saw the story about the two rogue planets that were found. Uh, oh, cool! Yeah, I thought it kind of went right along with uh, was it Lumua Mua? Oh, Mua Mua. Yeah. Um, to rogue Which planets. Gonzo just yeah. totally shot down, totally like killjoyed that for me last week. Well, I'll tell you what, it's it's a fact because I say it is that it is a spacecraft. Thank you, I appreciate yeah. that. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, they found two planets without a star, just kind of floating around the the solar uh, the solar system, or through the solar system, I guess. Um, I thought it was pretty neat, but the uh, the comment I I will make about my newsfeed is more than the news that I think I want to talk about. Um, as a DC apologist... Oh, dear. Oh, good. I'm glad there's a, a quorum <laughs> at this table. I have to say, Josh is a very big DC fan, and Josh is a terrible DC apologist. Uh, which I okay. Like, to the level that I'm a Star Wars apologist, Yeah. Josh is a huge DC apologist. So well, go ahead. What's your, what's your as favorite? my as a DC apologist, I tend to click on the news stories that say something about Batman casting or whatever. Sure. And those have a lot of Ben Affleck. So apparently Google thinks that I'm interested in everything that has to do with Ben Affleck now. So my <laughs> news feed <laughs> is constantly littered with Ben Affleck seen at the park with his kids. <laughs> ben Affleck gets a coffee with Jennifer Garner. I'm like, I, <laughs> what is this algorithm that is that is littering my news feed with these? apparently what they think are news stories. So uh, if Google could fix their algorithm, that would be wonderful. Jim, you can do something about that, right? About the Google algorithm? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course I can. Gonzo, well, I, I know they listen. Gonzo, so I have a great there. one for you. I think you meant the yeah. FBI. Not <laughs> um, are they Hold on, let me just go ahead and text this to you real quick. Um, That's I'll, my sound. I want to do mine last, if you don't mind. Um, but this one's great. I'm 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 a fan of this one. Hold on, um, I gotta see if I can find it on the interwebs. So, um, Josh. Yes. You didn't get any news, but what's new in the world? Well, it's actually, I, I have a I have a, a a question for the group that is involving the, my news feed. So, um, I did notice David Harbour gave another interview today. Um, now, are you aware that this show? Um, we have a friend of the show, Ron Perlman. I did not know Ron Perlman so, was a friend of the show. No, he's not really. He's just kind of a fake friend of the show. But he really should be a friend really of the show. He really should be a friend though. of our show, but continue. Uh, so I was just wondering what people thought about the uh, Hellboy reboot, and specifically uh, David Harbour in the Hellboy reboot. So uh, none of us have said any, at least none of the grouches have said anything negative about it. 
because we all, re- I mean, Joe and I like David Harbour very much. Um, he looks great. He does. He looks in fantastic. The role. Um, my only thing, and this is, I'm, this is not being, I'm not trying to be a dick. I mean, he's no Ron Perlman. Oh, uh, but who is? And you know, absolutely. So my Ron my, Perlman is <laughs> yes. So my got it in one. My thing. Yeah, there you go. So <laughs> my my thing there is just I I don't know if um, I, I mean I, my plan is to try to do everything I can to separate myself from that performance. Um, because you know with with those those Hellboy movies that Ron Perlman made, there's a lot wrong with those films. There's a lot of stuff about those films that I'm not a huge fan of, namely Selma Blair. Um, I'm not a Selma Blair fan. Yeah, I think she's the um. Best part of I'm not a Selma Blair fan. Um, I am a everybody else in those film fi- films fan. I was going to say that exactly. Um, there's absolutely, you know, and I'll tell you what, Golden Army, I love. Um, I mean, it completely lacks Nazis, which is always a problem. But I love the fact that much like a lot of other Guillermo del Toro movies, almost all the almost all the puppetry in that is live it's puppetry, live puppetry. Well, which makes me loves very doing happy. live puppetry. I mean, yeah. It just, you know, sometimes it's prohibitive for what he wants to do. So I know that, you know, I'm... I'm for it. What are your thoughts, Jordan, I think on it, David Harbour? It looks amazing. It yeah. does. The uh, the visuals that the the costume, the the effects they're putting on him are stunning to the images that I've seen. Um, I really enjoyed Ron Perlman as Hellboy, so it is going to be hard to get past right. that performance. But I think David Harbour has, I think he has the ability to make it his own. I'm looking forward to it. Excellent. Uh, That's I really what I am. really hope for yeah. is that it is a considerably different performance. Than Ron Perlman, that it's you know you don't really compare the two. That's my hope. So that's my hope. Um, Gonzo, yeah. What do you think of the the the, the story I sent you? Uh, I got momentarily distracted by the uh, affiliate links set towards the bottom, including Top Surgeon: How to Properly Flush Out Your Bowels. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not clicking on that one. Oh man. Um, so, gay penguin couple hatches eggs and welcomes first baby. Aww. Now, I knew penguins could form same-sex partnerships, I, but uh, I, I didn't know that they were like a ce- there was a celebrity couple gay penguin pairing. In oh the, well, uh, if you uh, if you do a lot of Google searches for Ben Affleck, <laughs> <laughs> hold on, sir. Yeah, but this is a uh, Sea Life Sydney Aquarium. <laughs> reports that uh, Australians who the, surprised the, the two penguins have hatched their first egg the two penguins Sven and Magic <laughs> <laughs> that's the best part of that story right there and they're literally Svenjik they're, they're literally the penguins Siegfried and Roy I mean Sven and Magic that is exactly the pairing I thought of all they need names. is a white tiger I mean yeah. maybe the, uh, you they're already in tuxedos so, <laughs> so they, they, ah penguin tuxedo uh, mm. They became close during breeding season and started to, you know, collect up, uh, collect up stuff for the nest. But uh, I guess they were given a dummy egg to pretend to take care of. But after showing aquarium staff how committed they were to their egg, the aquarium staff decided to do something special for the penguins and give them a real point. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what did, did they just I guess like they murder stole another breeding couple and? They stole a baby from another couple. But, oh, uh, heartwarming baby. Or, Just like raising what? Arizona. Or maybe, <laughs> perhaps, it could be that uh, they got an egg that was abandoned. Or, or where... Sorry. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> I'm, 
I'm just the as, French as national usual, anthem. As usual, confused <laughs> by by music that starts happening. Um, it's both. Really. Oh, okay. No, I got you. Now, <laughs> now you got it. <laughs> it took me a second. But so. Uh, and all penguins are French. <laughs> there you go. So even the Australian penguins. Especially the Australian penguins. Where did they get penguins in Australia? There's well, are penguins from yeah. the south? They're from the, the are they from the, the south or the north? So from the southern hemisphere. The okay. other way I could have gone with this is because be, because because they're like gay penguins would have been. I don't know. Like, <laughs> so anyway, they started incubating the egg uh, on Friday. Oh. The egg hatched and a baby penguin was born, and apparently. I'm just reading this for the first no, time now, yeah. like actually reading through it. I skimmed through it and then got distracted by flushing of bowels. Um, Same-sex parents have been... Obs- there it is. Hallelujah. Uh, Magic and Sven and their chick are just the latest example, What's capturing hearts across the globe. What's the chick's name? I don't know. And is that a derogatory term? Well, let's see. No, it's the name baby of the penguin, oh, baby birds. Baby <laughs> penguin was born. <laughs> Um, does it give the name? Um, it's being called oh, Baby Svenjik for now. I thought you were, thought you were kidding Svenjik, when no. you said Svenjik, but now I'm looking at the article. Yeah. And literally, they call this pup, this pupple, this penguin couple, fucking Svenjik. You know well, what? You know what? It's a, a pupple. They're it's a pupple. <laughs> and apparently, it's being called Baby Svenjik for now. Oh, baby Svenjik. And will live in the pebble nest its dad's built. Oh. It's a cute little baby penguin too. That's very. Sweet. If you'd like to buy something off of Baby Svenjik's baby registry. Well, Please I didn't know baby it. penguins were that cute because they're a they're lot more. Pretty fucking cute. They have the same kind of weird baby bird shaped, you know, is there face a, and head. Is there but, a YouTube stream of the baby? Uh, there was a video link on that last one. Jimmy but could get some some bit, tips but. from them on uh, how to put the baby on monetize online. Your baby. <laughs> really, like how to like yeah. <laughs> That's it. Name your baby Svenchik. There you go. Perfect. Svenchik. Uh, and outside of that, I don't know. I found this. I don't feel like reading the whole thing, but apparently. Two serial killers were found dead, found dead within hours on California's death row, which I'm sure there's more of a story to that because found dead on death row seems (laughs) anticlimactic. (laughs) Isn't that what it's there for? Or was it they were found dead on death row before their execution? I'm sure that's the actual story. But uh, so apparently committed suicide within hours of each other. That's suspicious. I'm not going to read the rest of it okay. right now because um, it's not really so nerdy. It just I will, caught my um, eye. I'll go to my story. Uh, my story is that a New Zealand mis- newspaper mistakenly printed that Spike Lee dies at 95. <laughs> Was Spike it a mistake Lee. or are they just prescient? I don't know. Spike Lee's last joint. Um, so obviously, you know, what this refers to is the fact that Stan Lee did die. And we're not going to bring it down too much. but uh, Spike Lee, didn't he direct that bad Hulk movie? No, that was that was Ang Lee. <laughs> wow. I'll have yeah. you know my my 11-year-old loves that movie. That's your 11-year-old has poor taste. It's not her fault that she's wrong. <laughs> and, and you know, I love that kid. Um yeah, Stan died um yesterday. Uh 95 years old. Um, Didn't know you were on first name basis with him. Um we we were all on first name basis with Stan fucking Lee, okay? Even Jack Kirby? Oh, I think Jack's got a, had a hell of a lot more one one syllable names for Stanley than <laughs> than just Stan. Um, 
for the four letters she used were not always S-T-A-N. <laughs> not always S-T-A-N, yeah. I mean, we can come straight in with Keith being his predictable self and immediately afterwards posting something inflammatory. But that I, he seriously just does it to stir up trouble. Yeah, okay, so, and this is, and I said this to a couple of people as well, this isn't about, you know, all the horrible things that Stan did, because really in, in the grand scheme of things, they weren't horrible. I mean, we're not talking like... Uh, Siegel and Schuster bad, you know, like what happened to them. Um, or the fact that, you know, you know, really the most evil man, you know, the most evil creator in all of comic books is Bob, Bob Kane, Kane you know, uh, easily. And, you know, it's it's been 75 oh, years and name. now, and now, <laughs> now Bill, Bill Finger, Finger is credit, starting right. to get credit. So. I recognize Bob Kane from all the titles pages. Right, yeah. Was, I, it, was I it created... Chris Nolan that put his name in the credits? Well, I mean, I, I the estate. It has to be in there now. Like, you know, the, the his grandchildren fucking won the case finally. Stan Lee took more money from nerds than any bully ever did. That's true. Yeah, but at least he gave him something for it. Yeah, well. A lot. Uh, yeah. Um, what do you call noogies and beatings and love? Well, it depends on <laughs> it depends on how far south you're from. No, I should ask that one later on because that would have been a good segue. Damn it. So we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about kids today, Jim. This is why you don't beat your kids. Um, thanks. Oh, somebody have that advice? <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, I mean, we all know, you know, who's you know, I, there's probably nobody that knows doesn't know who Stanley is. Or, I'm sure there are people in the world, but like, no one listened to this show didn't know who Stanley was. Um, I can tell you that the first time that I ever really realized who Stanley was, well, I didn't realize who he was, but I'd ever heard of him, was not from a comic book. It was um, it was like the early '80s. There was um, Spider-Man and his amazing friends, mm-hmm. and Stan always narrated the opening. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's Stan Lee. And then once I actually started doing things like besides reading the comics, actually reading the comments in the back, the letters and things like that, and Stan's the editor in chief, then you realize, oh, it's the same guy. So so now you know because I had his voice, you know his his voice in my head as a little kid. I could always imagine him reading, you know, imagine what it sounded like him answering those those letters back. And it was really always adorable. Kind of, isn't it, though? I like that. That's a yeah. really sweet story. <laughs> so, you know. Um, and then did you sing the Marvel marching song? No. Oh, well. Never mind. He ruined the story. I didn't. Although he did do the introduction for the book drawing the Marvel way, which never made any sense to me because the guy <laughs> never fucking picked up a pencil. <laughs> I mean, yes, in theory he did sketches and things like that, but the guy never fucking drew a, a Marvel character, but okay. Did, did you ever watch his uh, So You Want to Be a Superhero yep. show on sci-fi? Yep. And I have to say, um, again, as uh, uh, one of the Tables 2 DC apologists here, uh, that I enjoyed the hell out of Stan Lee, um, and especially... The fact that he would do something like that show. Wait, just I always two thought. DC apologists. What am I? I don't know. What are you? You, you're, you, but you're not a huge comic book fan, are you? Except of DC. Well, well mostly <laughs> DC. Vertigo doesn't well, count. Vertigo. The Vertigo comics I read were still DC imprints. Well, I mean, they are always. DC I mean, they're imprints. DC imprint, but they eschewed DC characters like after the first Sandman series. Yeah, well. But anyway, I, I always loved that he would do that kind of thing. Yeah. And that was just, it, it endeared me to the man even more. Yeah. And, you know, his wife died a year before. Um, you know, and I always thought they were kind of like a, you know, I, I, I knew after his wife, after, after Joni died, that he was going to go soon after. It was really kind of a, a, a Johnny and Johnny June. And, Johnny and June. Yeah. 
kind of type thing, you know, Johnny Cash going right after June Carter. So, mm. you know, so, um, but 95 years. Big I bucket mean, win. It's yeah. a good run. <laughs> there you go. There it is. There's the Hollywood Babylon. Big bucket of win. How, what else do you say, though? You can. Um, you know, he is, you know, in, in whatever degree you want to credit him with, responsible for a lot of, you know, he's as responsible for my formative years as George Lucas is. That's fair. You know, he sure. is, you know, he is as responsible for me liking the things I like as George Lucas and Steven Spielberg. Like, you know, if he hadn't stolen it, none of them sweaty nerds would have ever gotten published. I mean, he didn't steal it, though. That's the thing. He didn't steal it. Uh, you know, he um, he didn't, you know, he was the editor in chief. You know, they didn't get paid the way they should have. Um, but, you know, you know, it's not I don't know. He's vilified a little more than I think he deserves. Um, like Guy Fieri. I, I would agree with that, yes. Um, I would say that Guy Fieri is probably demonized a hell of a lot more than Stan Lee was. <laughs> for even um, less of a reason. For even less of a reason. I love that comedian that's just like, what did Guy Fieri ever do to anybody? You know, yes, I know he looks like a night clerk at Hot Topic, but, you know, <laughs> but, you know, uh, you know, he, he, but have you ever he, seen he, him he goes through all these good things. Have you ever seen him without the frosted tips? It looks depressing. It's terrifying. You know, he yeah. can't not have them anymore. Like, and it's become he, his brand. He, it's it's like it's like the Bob Ross thing. Bob Ross hated his fro, mm -hmm. but he started with it, and he couldn't not have it anymore. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine Bob Ross without the fro? No. Can you imagine Guy Fieri in like a three piece suit with his hair slicked back? No. Right. I mean, maybe. Not as a successful uh, TV person, man. But uh, well, there you go. But I could imagine him in a three piece suit oh, yeah, with I his hair slicked back. I could imagine Bob Ross without. You know, without the fucking but fro, not, but not on TV. Right. I can't imagine. I, I I can't imagine Mr. Rogers without a fucking cardigan on. You know, it's just you know. His mom knitted those. I she did, and that is actually one of those Fred Rogers facts that are actually true. Mm -hmm. That his mom knitted those. I agree. He, he was, was a sniper. sniper. Not that, that he was a not sniper. True. Not that he was a marine. Not that he's covered in tattoos. None of those <laughs> things are true. He was, was a, he, he was a minister. He was a Presbyterian he minister. Was, and uh, so when you're ordained a Presbyterian minister, they immediately give you a, uh, a ministry. Like, this is where you're going to go. You're going to go to Pittsburgh. You're going to go to Albuquerque. And they said, you're going to go back on television because you do way more good there than you would being a minister anywhere else. And then he never once, never preached on TV. Oh, never. It was always, hey, kids, don't suck. You're awesome. Like you're, and that was his, in the words his of my boy like, Jesus. Yeah, stop being such dicks. Yeah, I, but, but no, but 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 Fred's message was wasn't even. Hey, this is how you should treat other people. Fred's mes message was always, "You're a good person. You're you're a creative person. You're a great person. Listen, you're you're a singular person. Why the fuck are we talking about Fred Rogers? He died years ago. What anyway, a good man. Anyway, thanks, Dan. Thanks, Dan. I mean, there you go. Thanks, Dan. Um, I have no segue. Uh, Stan was a father. <gasps> hey, perfect. There we go. I, I sent you an image there on Facebook because I figured you'd see it sooner than you would see it on your phone. You're probably but right. I was probably wrong. No, I mean, it's easy enough to open a, <laughs> open a thing, and there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's you good. It's not a great segue, but it could serve as a segue. Does it and have, like, two wheels? It's tangentially related to a comment made earlier. 
Oh, wow. Those are the best segues. <laughs> this sort of relates so to So glad that the <laughs> listeners can see this. What are the Mario Brothers' views on beating kids? <laughs> Mario says, hitting your kids is an uncivilized action and you should raise them with care and respect. Luigi says, if it can crawl, it can brawl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of this meme cycle. Now we need Joe here for his uh, Luigi impression. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Luigi has a seven-inch penis, as discussed on a previous episode. <laughs> oh yeah, ah, that's the best I can do. That was that? Oh, that was that the first real concerted effort into making a segue I ever made, or not segue, non sequitur? Because at the end of it, I figured out how big Donkey Kong's penis would have been. I mean, we did we did go a little. I know too I far did the math. This. Yeah, I guess you did. This is now an engineering podcast. <laughs> I think, right? Yeah, did the math. Very Listen, this is a show for everybody. <laughs> now, are we talking like 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 Donkey Kong era Donkey Kong, or like or, or like, like, Donkey like Donkey Kong Country? It was Donkey Kong Country. It was Donkey or Kong. Like Donkey Konga. No, it's uh, it's uh, Smash <laughs> Brothers. Donkey well, Kong. Yeah, because Bongo. He was comparing Donkey Kong. Bongo Kong. I was comparing Donkey Kong's size in Smash Brothers versus Mario's size in Smash Brothers because we have a canonic height for Mario. So he can actually be used as the measurement unit for everything else in the Mario universe. That's amazing. Yeah. Nerds, And I want to measure things in terms of Mario's. <laughs> he is the official kilogram for all video games. Actually, but if you go you to... You away three Mario's! <laughs> if you go to a museum in France, there's just an enshrined Mario that they use What measure. did I do? I think I, like, proportionally scaled up the average size of a silverback gorilla's penis to the size of Donkey Kong as measured in Mario's. Answering the real questions. <laughs> Listen, we are, if, if any, we are we are investigative journalists here at Couch Crowd. Edward R. Murrow is so proud right now. The hard questions. Uh, Gonzo also spends a lot of time in, in dark car parks uh, calling himself Deep Throat, but um, that's another story altogether. That's for a completely different reason. Uh, Blowjob. Speaking of gays, I want to thank Rob for being on our show last, last thank, week. Thank you again, Rob. Um... Oh God, I love that kid. And that was not. I mean, that was that was pretty. That was really silly for me to say, but I <laughs> have no regrets whatsoever. Jim, baby, how feel? Oh, oh. Shit. I mean, how look d- at me moving the show a little. <laughs> so yeah, okay. So here's um. Here's, I'm not great at this. No, that's fine. Here's um. Here's uh. I segue real well. No, though. I mean honestly though, but like it's an interesting question because people are, uh, you know, people have been asking. It's like you know, oh, you're gonna be a dad soon. It's like yeah, yeah. Um, as of now, as of today, uh, which is um, November 13th, 2018. Oh, man, I was going for more of a timeless feeling to this podcast. Yeah, I'm sure you were. Um, my wife is due the 15th. So um, for all we know, I mean, everything else with this pregnancy has been very kind of boring and by the book, which is exactly what you want from a pregnancy. Um, so it's been very kind of, you know, like by the book. So for all I know, we're going to wake up Thursday and, hey, it's time for baby. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking, you think it's going to wait till you wake up? <laughs> I'm thinking, what would make Listen, this exciting? everything else, everything else, everything else is gone. Very, very standard. Why not be like, okay, I'm up now. Okay, it's time to have a baby. But all yeah. I can see in my head. And then, of course, we of drive to the hospital. She, you know, the she drive, we drive to the hospital. Sheep, 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 sheep. Labors for an hour and a half, pushes for two minutes, and then it's over. Of course it's going to yep. happen. That's, that's exactly what's going to happen. That's every experience every, every, I've ever heard. Every birth experience yep. is always. What do you have? Of course, 
Why are we here? Like, I got this down. <laughs> got this down. I'm all set to go. Um, now, Gonzo, I hear the woman clean. poops when she gives birth. It's it it can happen. It, it can happen. It can happen. Sure. It doesn't always happen, but it can happen. Not like when you die. You always poop when you die. I mean, I guess not if you pooped recently. Not not if you don't have any poop yeah. in you. Well, I think things still come out. I I mean, honestly, I, I've watched people die, and every time I've watched someone die, it has been sans poop. There's been I, no poop. Maybe that, if you. That's maybe not if you, as exciting. I don't know how I really I don't follow that. Maybe, I, I maybe if like, you die traumatically. Folks. Maybe if you die traumatically, you release I, your bottle. I don't think it happens immediately. Yeah, no, I'm sure it's. Yeah. Thank you, credit card app, for telling me my minimum payment is due in a couple days. All right. So how convenient. Now that we now moving away from death. So baby, how so feel? Other end of the spectrum. We're going the other end of the spectrum. So baby, how feel? A uh, baby, how feel? Um, I'm you know. I, and you know, I, I'm excited. I'm very excited. I'm terrified, um, because I can barely take care of myself. Um, <laughs> so taking care of another human being is interesting. You could wear it as a hat. Sure. I mean, there are things about this experience that. that I feel like I am ready for, and you know, everyone's oh, you're not going to be ready for anything. You know what? No, there's a lot that I don't know, and there's a lot that I don't know what's going to happen. And I'm I'm ready for the fact that I'm not going to know things, but. It's a human being, you know. Um, as human far as we know. I mean, we'll see. Human beings. All are... images appear to be a human yes. being. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, do you classify as human? Negative. I am a meat, meat popsicle. <laughs> um, I mean, I'll tell you what I do expect. I expect the unexpected. It's going to be a fucking human being, so every single one of them is different. Why should this one be any different? Um, because you, but just you said just... they're all different. What? Because you just said they're all different. That's why it should be different. Why shouldn't? Yeah. Oh, God damn it, Josh. <laughs> I, if he didn't ask, I would have. <laughs> I, I saw it coming. I had to slide in there. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> so um, how do I feel? I, you know, I'm, I'm ready. I, I tell you, what I'm feeling right now is I really want this thing to be over. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know, I know. You got a long time before mean, that, man. But that's not what no, she that's, said. Okay, that's not, not quite. About, a, that's not what's about to happen. What I, <laughs> no, no, what I mean is, and you're absolutely right. Um, my wife, my poor wife, is just in is, is she just in such discomfort right now. Um, she's nine and a half months pregnant. Like you know, this is you know, you're literally very pregnant at this point. You know, she's just very pregnant and she's stubborn as hell. So like. Her being like, you know, telling her she can't do something or like her body telling her she can't do something, she gets really kind of pissed off. Mm -hmm. So, like, I, like I got to help her get up. I mean, this woman helps me do everything. Like, this woman takes care of me like, you know, like it's her job. And in theory, she signed up for that shit. But um, if I try to do something nice, you know, she's like, oh, no, you don't have to put yourself in. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, so like, Women, like, they always say, like, pregnant women have these ridiculous cravings and things like that. And you, like, wake you up at 3 o'clock in the morning. I need pickles and WD-40 or, like, you know, like something like that. That wouldn't be healthy. That. No, that's not a good Then you go, we're going to the doctor. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's not okay. That never happened. That never happened. She never had ridiculous cravings or things like that. I will say that um, if she were to wake me up in the middle of the night going, you know, I need pickles and ice cream, my response would be, like, roll over, go back to bed. <laughs> go back to sleep. But like last night, midnight is the best time for pickles and ice cream, but, though. And I say that as a not pregnant man. But last night, <laughs> she looks at me and she and she's like, she's like, God damn, I wish I had some chocolate. <clears throat> so what did I do? I, I could do this. I got up, I put my shoes on. No, no, you don't have to go. Like, will you shut the fuck up? Of course. I mean, you haven't asked for anything 
I'm like, like you want some chocolate? Hey, I can accommodate this. I feel useful now. Hmm. And so, Jim could get some chocolate for himself. And I did. <laughs> and I did. But that was a win-win. But that, you know what? I didn't need or crave chocolate. But you know what? God damn it. I got a little bit of chocolate. Um, so, you know, how do I feel? But I, I'm, I'm ready for I'm ready for her to be done. I'm ready for her to, to, to have the baby and for her to be less uncomfortable. Um, and you know what? You know, and, and everyone's like, oh, you're never going to sleep again. I don't sleep now anyway. That's why I got you a switch. Thank you. Uh, he did. He bought me a switch for my birthday. Oh, that was very um, nice. For years, a good birthday and baby present. I was yeah. just, I was just Co- like, that covers you for a couple of years yeah. at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's my switch, and, or as I call it, my handheld Zelda machine. Um, and I pitched it to Jamie by saying, "Hey, would this be a good present for Jim? I'll think of it this way." Now, when the baby cries in the middle of the night, he'll already be up playing video games. <laughs> That's a good pitch. Yeah, Not right. wrong. She was all for it. Yeah. Um, so I'm ready with in that aspect. Um, so I've been work. I've worked with kids my entire, you know, like my entire adult life. I've worked with kids. Um, when he was a child, he only worked with adults. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true, though. Um, yeah, so I've always worked with kids, be be it young people or um, juvenile goats. I've always worked with kids. Um, n- n- nothing goats. at all. That, that's <laughs> that's <laughs> that's like you're really <laughs> straight facing that. Like I can see you're all like, I, I, I want to chuckle at. I want to chuckle at that joke. I really do want to chuckle at that joke, but I but, can't. But it would only encourage you. Yeah, exactly. There's too many I syllables like, in there. Yeah, I, I like goats that scream with the voices of men. It <laughs> is really funny to watch. Hey, <laughs> hey! Now the ones that actually have voices that sound like men, or the ones that have stolen the voices of men. <laughs> scream a little bit of both. <laughs> there was that goat that screamed with the voice of a man yeah. at the boar's head thing yeah. last year. That was that was perfect in a church. I love screaming goats in a church. That's, uh... <laughs> That's my favorite band, by the way. Screaming, screaming goats in a church. Good King Wenceslas with Hey, and the feast of Steve. Hey! <laughs> That's what it was. That's what it was. Oh, Silence. Hey! That's what it was. I'm sure JB loves this. I'm, I'm pointing my face away from the mic to scream, but I'm pointing it up, up towards the ceiling where it. she is. So, ladies and gentlemen, I will say that this episode is completely <coughs> sans Angel's Envy. By the way, though. Wait, Jordan, is that normally a thing and you just skimped out when I come? Oh, no, Jordan didn't bring no, booze no. this time. No, I didn't. Really we on usually him. don't drink. Um, however, we have <laughs> we did drink last time Jordan was here. We probably all had a little bit too much. That was to the drink. last you, time I've had any. Do you still have the the Hellboy? I do still have the Hellboy, um, and I, I, I have another that. bottle too because I think Joe brought it. Um, I will say though that. It's we, not great, but it's good. We were drunker for Jordan's show than we were for, for our show. Because we did Jordan's show right after our show. That was a long there. night. I'll tell you what, though. I still think those, you know. I was respectable. High humor-wise, I still think that's your funniest show. Yeah, probably. Funniest yeah. show. I wouldn't say it was your best show, but it was probably your funniest show. I, it was fun. It yeah. was definitely fun. Definitely funny. <laughs> it was different for your show. So, yes, yes, so it was. Table to Stage is a very good podcast. Um, Goddamn right. But it's usually a one-on-one interview, mm-hmm. for the most part. Mm-hmm. It's a one-on-one interview with Jordan. Um, uh, people come in and interview you every time? Yes. Every time. You know what? I think that would be an interesting <laughs> show. I think, no, no. I, think, I don't know about interviewing Jordan, but like somebody coming in and having someone interview them every week. I thought that was the last <laughs> half of our episode. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, so... Yeah, so back to baby, I guess. So baby, um, how feel? Um, you know, I, 
I have I have questions. I have concerns. Well, we have absolutely no answers, but and we that's can okay. Give you some feedback. But Anna, look at it, me you know, leading us into the meat of the episode. <laughs> Thank you. So really, what you know, the reason I have you guys here is besides the fact that I just you know I like to see my friends, um, is to um, I don't know get some anecdotal stuff. I you know maybe I could ask a couple questions. Maybe you guys could just provide some stories shit like that about being a dad. Um, Josh, we, we already went through Jordan's three kids. You've got I've got two, two, two. that I'm aware of. Yes. Um, I have a 11 year old daughter, and I have a three and a half year old son. They're awesome kids too. I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of those children. I am. I, I, I like your kids. What can I say? And they're they and they, they, and they, they, they do don't like seem you. yeah they don't seem to hate me. They, they don't do seem like to hate you. me. They both actually you know go out of their way to talk to me when I'm there. Yeah. So my daughter is very fond of you. Yeah, my I, son likes you as much as he likes any person who's not his mother, which <laughs> is um, a step, a very large step I gotta down. say, though, like... There's a, there's a low ceiling yeah, for you know a three-and-a-half-year-old. The last time I was there, I was there, we were playing, um, we were playing uh, D&D. D&D. And um, it was the first time he ever walked up to me and called me by name and then engaged me in actual full-length conversation yeah well that's new for him in the right. past couple months like you know like he would come up to me a bunch of times uncle jim look at this this is what i want to do or uncle jim look at this he walked up to me and he said hi uncle jim and i said hi alexander how are you he goes good you ready for halloween yeah <laughs> yeah what are you gonna be for halloween i told you last time <laughs> yes you did but i'm old and i forget things oh i'm gonna be a pumpkin king I'm like okay pumpkin king he was uh, jack skellington yeah. the pumpkin oh, king oh nice I'll, I'll share pictures yeah. later but like full face yeah. makeup like yeah. he was nice. super into and it. then we started talking about that God for, for nerd parents oh, yeah. um and that's part of what i'm ta- that's part of one of the things i want to talk about is the fact that i, I never parents. had a nerd parent yeah. my dad was a closet nerd parent my, so was my dad your dad wasn't a closet nerd. No, as a child. When I was a child, he was. Yeah, my dad was too, probably much in the same way. Yeah, I mean, as, as he got older, he kind of came out a little bit more. But I mean, like, I remember him, like, good night, dad. He's like, hold on, I'm almost done with Space Invaders this level. Hold on. You know, like, like, oh, but wow. then, but then, you know, like, later on, it was like, oh, I don't play that. I don't do that anymore. Now I'm, I'm, I felt like he felt like he was too grown up for it. That's Which, sad. Screw that. I don't feel like that. <laughs> I remember my dad coming to me one day and going, here. You know what? You um, you're a smart kid. I was frighteningly smart when I was a kid. Like I was very advanced. And he was like, "All right, so you're you're a little kid, and you like this type of stuff. I think you need to read this book. This is one of my favorite books when I was a kid. It gives me The Hobbit. Mm. And I read it in like a day. And I was like a six year old kid, and I read it in like a day. I'm like, Dad, I I I, I need more of this. He's like, Well, first of all, before you get another book here, you need to watch this. It was The Rankin and Bass Hobbit. Yeah, yeah. And we got oh, it. We wow. got it. We got it from the video store. And I watched it like a million times, and we had to bring it back, and I was really upset. So he went to the video store, and he gave the guy 75 bucks, and he brought it back, and he brought it back for me. And he's just like, you know, because it was one of the old school video stores. It wasn't mm-hmm. like Blockbuster or something. Right, like that. Right. He goes to the video store, cool. and he went, and he's like, all right, my kid really likes this movie. You know, you know, can you order another one? And he's like, yeah, I'll order it. It'll be like six weeks before it comes in. He goes, can I just buy this one from you for full price? <laughs> he's like, no one else is going to rent this. He's like, yeah, go ahead. I'll, I'll sell it to you for, I'll give it to you for 75 bucks, which was less than what. Yeah, they're usually $100. Yeah. yeah, so he's like, oh, shit, 75 bucks. And he, so my, many years later, I went to dad. I'm like, did you like steal <laughs> that video from me and keep it? He's like, no, I, I went to the guy and I just bought it. I'm like, oh, shit, that's dope, dad, thanks. So my, you know, my dad, you know, and my dad liked to, uh, you can tell my dad liked toys because he liked to buy me really cool toys. 
Are you going to tell us about the battleship again? It was an aircraft yeah, carrier. Aircraft carrier. Oh, it was the USS Flag aircraft carrier, say, sir. Yeah. I've heard about that. Um, so, yeah. No. I hear it was six foot. That's like instant popularity for oh, yeah. a kid oh, yeah. in the 80s. Oh, yeah. So. I never had one. <laughs> I was a I was a I was a, a product of divorce. As was I. So um I wasn't born I yet. I was. Not only did um they <laughs> Josh <laughs> and I know what you mean by that too. Um they were you know, you know, so they, they tried to like they hate fucked each other with their kid. Oh god. So but as a result I got a lot of really cool toys out of it. So um anyhow. Is that better or worse than hate fucking each other with karaoke trips? Um, I've actually seen that happen, and so have you. Uh, yeah, we, we, we were both there. Yeah, we went, I went some, saw two people literally, I mean literally, and by literally I mean figuratively. Um, <laughs> Which is how it's defined in the dictionary now. Hate, hate <laughs> fuck each other with karaoke. Like one, one saying, um, hit me with your best shot, and the other one saying like something, some other like, you know, I hate my my girlfriend song or something like that. It was just I believe they I went home song. and had sex. I that hate night. everything about you. Which is funny because uh, that's a horrible, horrible, horrible story in and of itself that, that we should not go into. No, we're not going to go into. Um, so, all right, it's hard enough to change names to protect the innocent. So let me tell you guys about my pregnancy experience so far, and I'm curious where you guys are too. Um, we talked about cravings and things like that. Did mm. either? So, Josh, you've gone through this I've with gone two this women. With two separate women. Um, did either one of them have like dumb, stupid cravings? Not nothing that wasn't readily obtainable. No, like no, like pickles and ice cream, mm. or you know, like like it was like, hey, tonight I'd really like to eat something completely normal. I'm like, oh, oh then tonight we will eat this normal dish. That of which sounds awesome. Yeah, like like my my wife, my current wife was like, I would like to eat. Tonight I really want like spicy food. I really want wings or something. I'd be like, okay, we'll we'll get wings. And anytime she wanted something weird, it was like, all right, I'm gonna get like extra of this food and keep it on hand and snack on it. And my my ex wife never never had anything like that. It was it was super super normal. Like I was I was kind of like, what the hell? Okay, I want sorry. some of this experience. <laughs> yeah. You know. Now what about you, Jordan? Uh, and mind you, we're talking about twins too. Yeah. So that's gotta be some terrifying no, hormonal shit. My, my wife never had cravings that I remember. She had revulsions. Oh, yeah. That I've heard. Yeah. yeah. She, like, right. I couldn't cut the grass a whole summer because the smell of cut grass made her throw up. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I had, she had to be away if I was going to do any yard work or anything. Um, there was a long time there where she could only eat eggs, like fried eggs, and only if they were cooked when she wasn't where she could smell them being cooked. <laughs> Just, and, and for, oh, God. When the when she was pregnant with the boys, half the pregnancy, just the taste of her own saliva made her gag. Oh, that's awful! It was Jesus. horrible. Jesus, Christ. I now can't stop thinking about the fact that I can taste my own saliva. <laughs> <laughs> so I will say, with my wife, um, her cravings have been far more psychological. <clears throat> she craves the stuff she can't have, mm. like. Oh yeah, my wife Good wanted dick. Like, all she, <laughs> listen, man. If she husband. was if she was craving good dick, then she's been craving that for twenty fucking years. <laughs> Has nothing to do with being pregnant. Um, like the Yay. two things she wants most of all are sushi and lunch meat and beer. 
Oh, beer. Oh, oh that's and right. Beer. Yeah. And she's had a couple. Can't wait for that baby to come out so I can go have sushi and beer with you. She's had a couple of sips of beer, which mm. people are like, dude, have a beer. You can have a beer every now and again. She's like, no, I can't, but I'll have a sip of your beer. Like, and that's what she'll do. I mean, um, we're, we're old enough that there's no chance our parents did not drink and smoke. Oh, my, my parents have told me when I, I had an older My brother. parents were both drunks and smoked yeah, two yeah. packs a day. While and it was one of us had... is completely normal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure which one. <laughs> which one is the right. question. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> my, my mother was told for her morning sickness to drink one ounce of orange juice in four ounces of vodka every morning. <laughs> Yum. Yep. I mean, I have a cigarette. It'll help calm you down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, lowers I, the birth weight. I hear. <laughs> I, I will say. It easy. I will say that you know, <clears throat> you know, as an infant, I know for a fact that when I was teething, that my grandmother put Canadian Club on my on my. Oh gums. yes. Yeah. And I'm like, and I said to my wife, I'm like, wow, bourbon is cheaper than orange gel. She's like, yeah, <laughs> it's probably better for the kid too. I'm like, all right, this kid. We're gonna. No, we can't do orange gel anymore. They just uh, no more for kids. Really? Just well, found that out because. I have a son who is going, who's gone through teething, and they're like, oh, 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 no, we just found out some terrible shit about Orange Oh, my God. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to see which whiskey he likes the best. Mm. Oh, And then hey. keep it away from him. With your well, luck, it's it going to be Angel's him. Envy. Yeah, with my luck, it's going to be a fucking $70 <laughs> bottle of whiskey. It's going to be we'll Seagram 7, how to and then deal you're going to have to keep Seagram 7. <laughs> yes, right. I, oh, that's, that's the other thing. Yeah, no, actually, it's, um, you know, actually, the kid's really into uh, just... He's more of a vodka drinker, and he only enjoys a uh, fucking Dubra <laughs> or pop off. Um, when I was a kid, um, and I was like, you know, like four or five years old, you know, my, yeah, you know, I, I, you know when, you, when you're a little kid and your dad's doing something, you want to do the same thing your dad does. My dad's drinking beer. Oh, daddy, I want, I want to try beer. I want to try, I want to try your beer, dad. I want to try your beer. And so he's figuring, he's like, finally, he's like, all right, I'm going to shut this fucking kid up. I'm going to let him have a sip of beer. It's gonna, he's going to think it's disgusting, and that's going to be it. So he gives me the glass of beer, and I hit it. And my eyes get, according to my dad, he's like, this is the story. He's like, all right, so you take a sip of the beer, your eyes get big, and before I can grab it from you, you've got it tipped all the way back, and it's half empty, and you are just chugging this beer. And he's like, at that point, I knew you were my son. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, to, to the, oh, I love beer. And I haven't had a beer since, since Eastside. Mm, but that's yeah. a good beer to have. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't had beer since a, a liter of fucking um, of I think what the last liter I had was Optimator. Because Tur turns out uh, ABC Artisanal Burger Company or whatever it is yeah. in Manchester, they've got a liter of beer. Yeah, but it's not the same as Tiki Tucky Tiki Tucky. No. good job. It is still a liter of Oktoberfest, which I drank. I mean, a Spaten Oktoberfest is probably my, it's probably my favorite That's beer. That's what it is. Yeah. I, and I've always said you don't appreciate how much a liter of beer is until you've had two. Mm. So you, you mentioned the the older generation. And, yeah. And this is uh, some advice I would like to give you. This is what right this show is for. The older generation, you're going to say something to them <coughs> at some point like, no, no, we have to put the kid in a car seat. Wow. And they're going to say something like, oh, well, I must be a crappy parent because we never put you in a car seat, but somehow you survived. Right. You know, you're, and you're going <laughs> to feel like this. there's a Patton Oswalt thing here, but no, but this really happens. Yeah, you're you're going to hear this all the time. Oh, yeah. You're going to be like, Oh no! You can't give the child X, Y, or Z, or you can't do that. That you can't put them to bed this way. Whatever it is, you're going to give them a particular. When watching my child, yeah, this is how you will do things, and you're going to get the guilt. Mm. Oh well, somehow you survived. I've I can't count the number of times I've heard a parent say to me, "Well, somehow you know, somehow we all survived." And I just want to be like, "Yeah, you know, you know how many kids 
didn't. <laughs> I have to say, how though, many of your friends' kids uh, didn't like, survive? I have to say, though, do you know any kids that flew out of the back of the pickup truck? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I have to say that I, I think one of the big differences with me, as opposed to like say you, is you had your oldest in your early thirties. Yeah, I was thirty when my daughter was born. I'm forty-two. My relationship with my parents is a lot different than it was when I was in my early thirties. Yeah. Um, so I feel like, you know, and you know, my dad's dead. So. That's going to change. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I feel like. Okay, so here's the thing too. Oh no, no. So you got to realize, um, especially not with my wife's family. Um, I have to say that as 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 much as I lucked out with my wife, I also lucked out with with her family. I like her family better than I like my family. You know, but that's the you know I love my mother, but you know, family as a whole unit, I'm I'm very fond of my wife's family. Um, Welcome to Couch Crashes, where Jim invites people on the podcast to give them advice, and then proceeds to tell them how no, no, mine is different. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me, let me, let, no, let me. Not at all. Let me explain you, to you what got I. The two of them both saying it's gonna be like this. No, here. I know. No, no, no. mine'll be different. No, no, no. I'm trying to set it up so I can see exactly what they mean. I'm trying to set it up. Um, I feel like I, I'm over the guilt part now like you know i've really kind of with my mom you know of course you know i grew up with it with a, with a catholic dad and a jewish mom i grew up in a vortex of guilt i feel like i've got a little bit thicker skin to guilt but how did things happen how did things change with your parents I'd, I'd like to talk more about how things change with siobhan's parents specifically okay um because uh and and it's i wouldn't say anything was bad but i get to have those conversations like i just mentioned like not that long ago, I got to have this conversation about, yeah, yeah, we just the uh, chicken pox vaccine. Well, I think kids are getting too many today. We somehow no. all autism causes getting, vaccines. It, some uh, <laughs> vaccines cause adults. That's what vaccines. <laughs> vaccines yeah. cause right. adults, and adults give the birth only advice. Some of those kids have autism, so vaccines cause mm. autism. The only advice I've cracked it that you should take is vaccinate your fucking kids. <laughs> yeah, if, if you take nothing else, science is real. I had an argument with, um, not an argument, I had a debate with a girl and I actually turned it around on her. This is a, y- a younger mother. And she was like, yeah. And she wasn't going to not vaccinate her kid, but she was just like, yeah, I'm kind of, you know, she's like, yeah, I hear all this stuff about vaccines and stuff like that. She's like, are they really necessary anymore? And I said, hold on. And this kid's like 22. This kid's 22, single, kind of on her own. I said, okay, well, you know, kids don't get polio. Kids don't get smallpox. She's like, yeah, but those things haven't existed in years. And I said, yeah, no, hold on. And I said, yeah, I want you to stop for a second. You're a smart kid. Why do you think those things don't exist anymore? And she's like, oh, because the fucking vaccines wiped them out, didn't they? She's like, yeah, I feel like an idiot. I'm like, yes, I succeed. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not even that they don't exist anymore. It's that we don't catch them. Yeah, we exist, and that's what I said earlier. Yeah. That's what I said earlier. They're about. still out I'm like, there. I'm like, I'm like, go into like, go into like sub-Saharan Africa where like kids, you know, aren't getting vaccine, or go to fucking California where kids are catching stuff that. <laughs> Where kids are getting polio, yeah. like you know, yeah. I mean, Marco, polio. polio. Yeah, so, so the the, the individual yeah. I was speaking with wasn't anti all vaccines, but I mean, they get so many now. I think I know it's harming ex- their immune by system. Your, by, your, in, like, by your impression, I know exactly who you're t- who it was. Too. And so it's it, it was this conversation where we had to say things like, "Yeah, great. I'm glad you didn't know any kids who died, but 400 kids a year died when I was in high school from from chickenpox. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go to that parent and be like, hey? <laughs> Tough shit. Your kid needs a better immune system. Ha ha. But you know, but you're gonna have people come at you with 
that's not how we used to do it. So either you are wrong or are you calling me wrong? Right. And it's and, and you just have to take that. You have to roll your eyes when they're not looking. Or, you know, whatever it is you need to do to get through it. And just be like, that's great. This is my child. This is what I'm asking I'm you to super, do. Yeah. I'm you know? super proud of my wife on something. Super proud of my wife. Because you know, I mean, you know my wife rather well. You've known my wife many, many years. She is the type of person where she doesn't want to make waves. Mm-hmm. And she certainly doesn't want to get in anybody's face on anything but she decided that if you are going to be close to this baby if you are going to be in regular proximity with this baby you are going to get a flu shot and a whooping cough vaccine she's like you're just gonna she's like i'm gonna do it you're gonna do it grandparents are gonna do it so i should get signed up for these things now if you want if you want to be regularly there yeah you should in fact you should do it you get a flu shot no matter what. first of all you should you should do the whooping cough thing like this week because it takes about a week to set. Um, and one of her family members was like, oh, do I really have to do this? She's like, hey. And she was little, and she, like, my wife kind of half put her foot down and said, hey, do you want to have regular non-mask contact with this kid? Wait, yeah. I could wear a mask? Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, I do. Well, you're going. the, the only way that this is going to happen is if you do this. Because if you don't, I don't care who you are. You're not gonna. I'm like, damn girl. Like, and she yeah. did. And it was you've seen my wife be uh-huh. no nonsense before. Sure. It was literally. It, it, it was not my wife, Jamie. It was closer to it's Tech Week. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tech Week. Right now's the time to go to work, Jamie. Like, not mean, not evil. Just very matter of fact. Going, oh wow. So yeah, yeah, you're gonna do that. So the, the thing, like, specifically about the vaccinations that drives me completely crazy, and the way I, that I try to explain it to people, is you don't get vaccinated for yourself. Of course not. You get vaccinated for your neighbor mm-hmm. who can't get vaccinated and relies on herd immunity to keep them alive. And this is something that's very, that is important for me, because yes. my son relies on other people mm-hmm. being vaccinated <laughs> so yeah. that he doesn't contract something that his system can't fight himself. So don't think about the vaccine as being something that you're getting to protect yourself. It's protecting the infants that haven't been vaccinated, the elderly that can't be vaccinated, or somebody with some sort of of condition that prevents their immune system from fighting off infections themselves. It's a neighborly thing to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's an important thing when you're picking your pediatrician. <clears throat> oh my God, yeah, yeah. Very well, that was um, one we've of chosen things. our pediatrician. Who's your pediatrician? Your pediatrician. I, excellent. So, so uh, <laughs> okay. no, we have the same pediatrician. I believe it, I believe we it went, is literally your pediatrician. If it is Dr. Tom, he's an amazing, it's like six foot four man who really- I is, didn't get to meet him because I couldn't because of work, but Jamie did. And she was very happy with the practice. So I, and the only reason I mention my pediatri- my son's pediatrician's height is because my son, um, for all of his doctor visits, has charted off the uh, age chart for height and weight. This uh, is a big kid. So he is he's 99th plus percentile for height and weight, um, and has been not since he was born. No, he was born at seven pounds and change. And then it happened. But all then all once. of a sudden he was like, the and mi- now I am free. Yeah. The moment the gamma rays hit him, <laughs> and it didn't stop. Um, That's why he likes the Ang Lee Hulk movie. That, oh, is, that is. He's much more, uh, when it comes to the, the, the way and manner in which he has grown, he's much more She-Hulk than he is Incredible Hulk. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. he's uh, he's actually starting to, to bulk a little, but I mean, he was a little a chubby yeah, little kid. You have string beans. But, yeah, Your I children have, are 
extremely string mean beans. children, which if you looked at me, you'd be like, what the hell, Josh? <laughs> um, but he, but with my doctor, his doctor being 6'4", he was able to say things like, okay, when Little League comes around, you're going to need to answer questions like, are you sure he's the right age? Yeah. Because he's, I mean, with his height, he's going to be mid six foot if he continues at, at where he yeah, he'll is. Be, he'll be taller than me. He's going to be taller than me. I'm, I'm six foot on So you're six I, foot I, Six even. foot one half inch. Yeah. And I only know that because I dated a six foot tall girl for a while. So <laughs> that half inch was important. <laughs> uh, <laughs> My wife's still got a half inch on me. She loves um, to remind me of it. But yeah, so like, but Doctor Ward, uh, we went to this office and we sat there. With so other give me parents. a minute, I'll make you bow legged. You'll be six inches shorter than me. Listen, I can't hit the back, but I can fuck the sides up. Oh, and we had those conversations. My wife doesn't nice. listen to this show, and neither does her family. <laughs> yeah, but I think my parents might. Continue, Joshua. Yeah, and and so they have very strict rules that you're not allowed to go there unless you are on a vaccine schedule. They recommend the schedule, but if you want to go off schedule, you can <coughs> as long as you do it. But if you are off schedule, you do not get to sit in the non-sick yep. waiting room. They have a, they have a separate <laughs> they area. Have a separate yep. And it's the same waiting room you sit in like when you are, <clears throat> right. here's my lung, you know, and you have to go sit there and I love it. And it makes me our, so Our doctor didn't even have a waiting room. They just have an extra, uh, the plague a, room, exterior entrance to the sick room. <laughs> oh my, that's even better. <laughs> See, you know what you do? You, re- you, you hit parents that don't vaccine real, you know, like, Harden the psychology. So when you put them in the non-vaccinated room, when the nurse comes out to get the doctor, the nurse comes out in like full plague gear with like the long snout plague oh, mask and everything in the hat, going, "The doctor will see you now." Bring out your dad, mm-hmm. or make the kid wear a bell before he walks in and ring around like he's a leper. Nice. Um, anyway, so, so okay. So the question for the table is, why? Was the unvaccinated three-year-old crying? Why midlife crisis? (laughs) 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 Uh, I feel like dark. (laughs) Dark. Okay, so (laughs) all right, so So Jim, baby, what do? (laughs) (laughs) Um. So I'm I'm still intrigued by this parent thing though, like you know, oh, like right. what? what oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, no. But we were talking like, about something. But like Jordan, like, did did your relationship with with so, the adults change? <laughs> well, I mean, y- yes. The the relation, like I'm kind of where you are. Like I I really like my in laws. Mm-hmm. My my wife's family is fantastic. Um, but my mother in law is Catholic. Yeah, born and bred Catholic. Mm-hmm. Her whole family is Catholic. You know that we 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 allow vaccinations. No, no, no. That, that's fine. This has nothing to do with vaccinations. <laughs> that, that's a, that's that, a, no, I, I know where this is going. I know where this. Well, is this going. Ju- it's just the guilt. That's all. Mm-hmm. So, in the same as as you were saying, Josh, where it's, you know, why isn't what we did good enough for your kids? Anytime you veer away from the way yeah. you were raised, there's the assumption that you're making some sort of judgment against something they did in raising you. And then the question is, well, did you not, are you not happy with the way you turned out? Right. And it, it's everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's food. It's furniture. It's car seats. <laughs> it's clothes. It's nap times. Bedtimes. You know, well, we, we let you cry for hours and hours and hours, and you're, you're fine. Great. 
I'm gonna make sure my kid knows no. <laughs> that when they're no mom uh, that when I, they're feeling no mom, trauma, I suffer from an acute anxiety disorder, <laughs> right. exactly. and I will tell you why I exactly. suffer from an acute you know, anxiety there, disorder. There's a reason why people in their 30s and 40s now are taking pills Hi. all the time. <laughs> it's yeah. a it's an entire generation. Hi. And younger. <laughs> yeah, you're not quite in your 30s yet. Not yet. How long um, do we have for that? About half a year. So about, right. yeah, it's about six months, yeah. So, it's, you know, it's, we've just got this heightened sense of... A little bit longer. ...of trying to make sure that kids now are not experiencing the same things that we did. What? And yeah, right. there, I guess there is a little bit of judgment against, you know, my parents' generation, but not in like it's a not, negative it's way. It's not. It's, it's, I feel like it's more we understand something right. you didn't... We have knowledge that you didn't have access well, we to. We know the sun goes around the... The, right. the earth goes around the sun, not the sun goes around the earth. That doesn't right. mean you're a bad person right, for right. thinking no, that. Did the, the sun did the goes best. in circles above the flat <laughs> earth. Come did on. The, you do the best you have with the knowledge right. you are, have available to you at the time. And that's all it is. And it's different now than it was for. And I know ago. for a fact that when my kid is an adult and having a kid, assuming I live that long, um, that there'll be all new stuff that tells me that I right. fucked up royally, yeah. you know? And that's okay. I, uh, turns out you should have been hitting them. Peanut butter, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Peanut butter changed between my daughter and oh my son. Oh, my God. Peanut butter changed. What you were supposed to do with peanut butter changed dramatically between my daughter and my son. Like, and there's only like seven put, years difference between the two, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. My my daughter was seven and a half when my son was born, and it was don't touch peanut butter, go anywhere near peanut butter. Peanut butter is going to cause the peanut allergies, and and then afterwards they were like, oh, guess what causes peanut allergies? Not, Not exposing them peanuts. to peanuts. Yeah. Thankfully, my daughter doesn't have the peanut allergy, but. It is a. Does she even like peanuts? Yeah, she likes peanuts. Yeah, she's not she, a big fan of peanut butter. She's like peanut butter. I know that. She's That's weird. weird. She's a weird food kid. She is a weird food. She's. Kid. She, I mean, not not a, a weird food kid. I say where she's like, eh, I don't want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You know what I'd really like? I'd like a barbecue and bacon, like, like uh, she, chicken sandwich. Yeah. I want. The only thing I know my kids are going to eat every time is artichokes. That's, That's amazing. That's the only thing I know they're going to eat. It's like my wife. <laughs> she loves artichokes. <laughs> Brussels sprouts. I love Brussels Listen, sprouts. Listen. You know, you, my kids will eat those, The too. problem is you can really fuck up mm. Brussels sprouts, but when you get them right, oof. Well, I hated Brussels sprouts as a kid. Turns out I like them. I think I hated the idea of Brussels sprouts. My parents was, never fed me Brussels them. sprouts when I was a kid because they hated them so much. I did not have Brussels sprouts until I was in my 30s. <clears> but there oh, is wow. a genetic component to that, though. There's an enzyme well, that some people have that makes it bitter. Out. When you boil the piss out of them, oh, yeah. they taste awful. When like, you boil the piss out of most most vegetables, they taste yeah, awful. Exactly. Except potatoes. Yeah, but the, the potatoes mm. aren't vegetables. Oh yeah, they're animals. They're a starch. <laughs> <laughs> they're mineral. <laughs> they're they come out of the ground, so they're mineral. They're yeah, protozoa. <laughs> okay, so Those clouds are God's cotton. I want to hit the. I want to hit the. Uh, no, Some you the, don't hit the kid. No. <laughs> Unless it turns out that theme you should now, be right? hitting it the kid. It keeps coming back. I, 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 I actually want to go to something, you know, uh, some graphic stuff. Oh, okay. Luigi says, yeet is that fetus. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> so I went to one of these birthing classes. Everything just went <laughs> for a little while. <laughs> 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 like I should have stayed, I could I should have stayed in Nam. experiencing technical difficulties. <laughs> oh no, no, he, he, he'll keep that one. In. He keeps worse things in. Oh yeah. Um, <coughs> no, that was just Gene in my Hackman. brain. <laughs> was it Gene Hackman? It was Gene really? Hackman. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, um, not Zero Mistel. Anyway, so Topo. 
I went to one of these birthing classes. Uh-huh. Not, not birthing. Yeah, well, we had to do like you yeah. know, we did like a birthing class, and the last day of the birth, uh, the, the the last part of the birthing class. I, at first, I thought it was total bullshit. Like I felt like felt like I was in the fourth grade because they did is they took the guys and they split them off from the girls. So I'm immediately like, oh, what the girls get to go learn about their period? Well, we gotta <laughs> fucking like have heads down, like do fucking math stuff. No, like the guys. Yes. So, so they they put us with like another dad with like a dad. And he's like, oh, I'm going to get you guys ready for some stuff. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be, oh, you're going to have to change poopy diapers and shit like that. No, this guy started like laying down some truth. Uh-huh. And what, and he went through some stuff, nothing that really surprised me, but he did describe one thing that the idea of it terrifies me. So in the delivery room, mm-hmm. he describes what he refers to as the bucket. And that... <laughs> There's a point in time I where should have stayed in Nam. There's <laughs> a point in time post birth. The thing I'm the most terrified of is with the birth birth? is the afterbirth. Plus Senta. No, no, okay. All right. I, th- I mean, I'm some terrified. I, I I'm terrified. Of, no problems. With that. I, have, I have a couple of things for this. I'm oh, terrified of the these. afterbirth. You could eat it. I know you can eat it, but I'm not gonna. Oh, yeah, but, I want to. But hear that's not a good idea. I heard it was full of nutrients. Yeah, I'm sure it is. So I've heard lots of things. So who wants to go first? I, I want Jordan to go. You want first. pleasant or <laughs> no? No, let's go ahead and get the horrified yeah. stuff out of the way first. Okay. So I'm learning because honestly, of the entire process, this is the one thing that I'm. So most I'm, I'm just going to count that my wife not listening to this because she'll be furious with me if Jordan's wife stop listening. This story. So you know that there's rippage that generally happen. Yes, okay. absolutely. I was torn on whether or not I want to mention that or <laughs> the poop torn, thing. Eh? He was torn. I picked the poop thing earlier <laughs> so instead of the rippage. The, the, the tearing is... I also know that sometimes they actually cut you, too. Like yeah. They do an episiotomy. Right, 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 right. But, I mean... Terrifying. Much less, frequent. That is, much less frequent. That is bloody, but it can be repaired quickly. Yes. It's not a big deal. Happened when my daughter was born. When my boys were born... Um, the placenta didn't come out. Oh, yeah. oh! And I didn't know what was going on. The the <laughs> now I kind of wish there was a, a live video of this or something because the was doctor it, is literally like the, the, the Jordan thing. is making a tug of war motion <laughs> yes. with his head. The doctor is literally doing this. <laughs> 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 Heave. Yeah, exactly. Heave. And I'm just kind of going. What is going on here? <laughs> they were trying to get the placenta to come out, and it wasn't separating from the wall. The wall. There was a lot of blood, like <sighs> just horror movie. But she, I was like, I. But she wasn't bleeding out blood. It was placental blood. It was like, well, it well, could was, have been both. It was both. Oh Jesus! Because she was tearing as it was. Oh being my pulled. god! So, plus, she had torn, so she was bleeding from that. Plus, there was the blood from the placenta. It's just a mess. So it was <laughs> just for the uninitiated. The placenta has to come out because it is tissue that is no longer of purpose. And, it and will should be it remain, it would go necrotic. Yeah. And you don't want necrotic tissue inside of a living human being. I would like to point out that this is officially the first time on this podcast that I've gotten a little squicked out. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. like the guy describes, like, yeah, so it comes out, and, and the worst thing isn't even seeing it; it's hearing it. It's when it hits the bucket. I'm like, okay, great. I, 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 have to say, I never heard a bucket splash. No, I, 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 like it bucket. was. It was literally like, okay, great. 
And then here, here's your baby, and you're doing all this stuff, like, great brand new baby. And then, I mean, I'm going to speak with the one that I'm, I remember the most, which is the more recent one. Mm-hmm. It was, okay, let's massage your, your belly. Let's see how things are going. Okay, great. This will take just a second. Great. Boom. Done. Thankfully, we didn't have any, like, throw you bastards. Yeah. Throw you bastards. My wife's blood pressure dropped dramatically. I imagine so. She had zero color. she had color. just given birth to She twins. was about transparent. Yeah. She loved just all the color drained out of her. She was freezing cold. And I'm looking at my two boys, who are fine, so far as we can tell. And <clears throat> I'm trying to process, I'm about to be a single father. Yeah, seriously. And Jesus yeah, Christ. it was oh, yeah. terrifying. And it was over in 10, 15 minutes. They had her fine, she, like stabilized. And it wasn't even something that the doctors were worried about. <laughs> but again, like afterwards, they're like, we had everything under control. I'm sorry nobody was talking to you. It, we see it all the time. She was fine. Don't worry about it. But in, in that moment, it was, oh my God. And this is why we have babies in hospitals. Right. Well, yeah. Yes. Because you know what? Birthing Th- There pool. are reasons that people can die. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. My daughter, when she was born, everything went swimmingly through. I mean, they... They checked everything. They're doing, you know, all. She looks great. No problems. They bring in the machine that goes ping. They, they <laughs> did. They paid a lot of money for that. It machine. was a lot of money. Um, but they, Dad, you want to cut the cord? And I was like, Sure, I'll cut the cord. So they, Dad, come on over here. And I was like, All right, honey, I'm sorry, I can't hold your hand. She's like, No, go cut the cord. And I went over, and the and she's crowning. And I want to come back to that part. Actually, Which, well, well, I, I want to make that my next question because that's important. Well, no, I want to make that and my then, next question. Then she started to come out, and they went, Oh. And oh, and oops are those things you don't want to hear from doctors, um, but uh, or your tattoo artist. Um, <laughs> no regrets. But, but uh, oh, Dad, you can't cut the cord. Oh, we have a problem. She turns and says something to the nurse that I can't hear, and within less than a minute, five doctors are in the room. Oh, Not nurses, like five doctors are in the room. So it turns out my daughter had, on the way out, decided the best route was through a loop in the umbilical cord. So as they pushed, it tightened. Right? So, holy crap. Right? So they're going to have to cut the cord there, get her up, boom. Like, scary. They get her out. They bring her over. I'm at this point back up by my ex-wife's side. You know, it's okay. Uh And the two of us start the chant that I think is the most terrifying chant in the world. Please cry. Please cry. Please cry. Because there is no sound. I don't know how long it was. I'm going to estimate 33 years (laughs) until we heard the cry. My daughter cried. Her first APGAR tests were like a three or something like that. Her second APGAR test was like an eight or a nine. So like obviously five minutes later, she's fine. Um, But the most terrifying moment of my life was, was, was that moment right there. Yeah. So you mentioned something, and I wanted oh. to talk to talk about this. Yeah, I'm sorry if I'm digging stuff up, but I got to get ready for this shit. Um, I'm seriously considering never being on the business end of my wife. I think that is entirely your yeah. decision. Nobody can tell you. Isn't what that how you got in this mess in the first place? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm really considering just not so being I, on the business. I end. didn't cut the cord on any of them. I, oh, don't, I don't care. I, I, I don't like feel funny. I missed anything. You know, I, I did one one and I did not on the other. But I did, I did see all three of them come out. And I, I I don't know. I was happy I did it, but I can't tell you that. Obviously, I'm not unhappy. I didn't do it for my daughter. Right. But 
if you were like it wasn't as Josh, profound you can't as... you it, it wasn't like I did that and then the the sunlight came in and Jake Blues was like the band <laughs> you know like yeah. there was like it was it was kind of nice to be able to do it but I wasn't it wasn't an it wasn't like an epiphany for me having done it like you're going to see I guess my opinion mm-hmm. and that's all I can give on this is well, that's what if you're going to be in that area and I think you and honestly I think maybe you should because the part you you got to go through it too is just to be able to disassociate like that is not at that moment the same thing it was when this child started it is a yeah. different yeah. it's something entirely different and, and just to be clear, you're talking about the vagina, like that's. It's I'm not, talking about the birthing canal because it's. Yes. I mean, it's it is the vagina. It is Baby the, can. Well, no, no, but what I'm saying is what I'm saying. Baby yeah, can. I'm talking about all. You're of not looking. You're not looking at it. Same same way. At it, it does not. <laughs> right. It is not. Jordan it is not a sexual me. thing yeah. at right. that moment. Right. right. And the, let's be really clear. Right. Obviously, our wives are the mothers of our children, but they are also our sexual partners. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, like, let's not let's not split hairs there. Most of the time, that's how it works. Like that's that's and that's. And you want to be able to think of them in both ways, right? Yes, she's the mother of my child, but yeah, you know, I want to put some Barry White on and, you know, do what you do. And Barry White. And Barry White. And Barry White. (laughs) Um, But when that's happening, at least for me, and I can't say this forever because I know there are people that, it's the, the, you are so in the, like, you're kind of in, I don't know, trauma mode, but like, like, this is what's happening. This is a beautiful thing. My child is being born. Oh my God, I'm glad I don't have to push anything like that out of my body. I, I just but. remember taking away from that experience that I was just in awe of how strong and. Holy shit, yeah. That, that my <laughs> wife was. Because, I mean, and I don't know if, what uh, your wife went through it or, or what Jamie's plan is, Jim, but my my wife had no drugs. Yeah, that's what Jamie wants to do. As well. She for the first one, it went just as we anticipated. The second one, she planned an epidural because with twins, it's high risk. They yeah, plan yeah. on we may have to have a C section, but it all happened so quickly. None of that happened. So the only thing she ever got was pitocin for our first, oh, fun. our first, and she had nothing for the, and the twins. Pitocin is uh, in, helps induce yeah, the labor. Yeah, the induction. Um, so she did all this, just her. <laughs> And I'm sorry, that's me looking up something. And I did get, we did get a, a larger SUV. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is, in fact, something that we, may happen to you as well. Yeah, we actually got a minivan. Um, yeah, so it was just. When you plan on one and get two at the same time. Yeah, so <clears throat> I guess what, like being there and being able to see that process really gave me a new appreciation for my wife, who I always found attractive and beautiful and, and everything but now i know she's this just amazingly strong human being even if she never sees that <laughs> well now, now and, and i have to i have to explain it has the reason i'm saying i don't want to I mean, be in the business and has nothing to do with you're going to be ooey the stat <laughs> nothing to do with like the status of of that orifice you know in as opposed to out it has nothing to do with that it's more along, and it's not so much ooey. It's just that I feel like so much pain is happening there that you know, my poor fucking wife. Just, yeah, the, you know, just the idea of having to do this just really. I don't want to. I don't know what to say about pain because my wife never complained about pain. Well, my wife doesn't really complain. Was, She's not a complainer. No, but I mean, I don't mean complain. But when she described what the process was like for her, pain, was never really 
a main component of it. Pressure, pressure yeah. was the word she used a lot. No, no, my wife had an epidural, um, and there's a great, great uh, guy at Bristol Hospital where you're going. So I mean, highly recommend. <laughs> I gave him a fiver afterwards. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, no, but. Yeah, before leading you, up honey, to I'm that, floating. Yeah, before mm. leading up to that, it was always just like it wasn't pain, it was pressure. But yeah. I'm gonna have to like double down on what you said. Like after watching her do it, like I said to her, "There is no way I could ever have done anything oh, no. half of that. No, not Never. a chance." Like, and so when my wife gave birth, we were, I, we were standing there. Everything went really slow until the end, and at the end, it was like a race. All of a sudden, like she was. She was not dilated, not dilated, not dilated. Boom! Hey, the baby's mm-hmm. here. Literally, the doctor was like, "I'm going to leave." My the my wife's doctor had given birth a few months before, and she lives right around the corner from the hospital. She says, "I'm going to go feed my child, and I'll be back." She's like, "Just check, have the nurse check up on everything, and I'll be back in a little bit." And the nurse checked up on her five minutes later. And was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> Ran out and grabbed the doctor. Yeah, but we were standing Trope. there, and the and yeah, oh yeah, like silly tropey, like like BS. Um, but. She she turned to me and she was like, "Dad, yes." <laughs> and what you know when the doctors say jump, you, you you're in the air until they yep. tell you when to yeah, come down, yeah. right? Take a leg. And I did not expect to be holding a leg, <laughs> um, and assisted because there weren't that many people around <clears throat> at that moment, and <coughs> it wasn't like I was reaching in and grabbing, but it was you know help mom brace, help mom yeah. get in position, make sure you know, I don't get kicked in the teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those all those sorts of stuff and. You know, it, it was, you know, to to quote Joan Cusack, this was her moment. This was her miracle. Um, and watching it and being being down there is just more like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe you are doing it. And I know it sounds like kind of like the two of us are kind of gushing, but it, it is amazing. it is an un, unreal moment. It is, you know, especially, I guess, now that we don't. You know, we're not watching animals in the field give birth every day, or yeah. you know what? You know, now that we're not an agrarian society, mm-hmm. we see it so infrequently. It is mind-boggling when we do see it. Okay, I'll uh, I'll keep it in mind. <laughs> I, I, what, I, what I'm going to say is, do whatever's best for your wife at that moment. Yeah, I mean, you know, she um, she and I have talked about it a little bit, and she's like, "You be where you got to be." She may, you yeah. know, when the moment comes, she may. Say, Jim, get your ass over here, and she may want you next to her, holding or, her hand, putting a, a washcloth on her on her on her forehead. She may demand you to do something that keeps you know keeps you away from being able to see that. But yeah, I, I'm totally yeah. Again, flexibility. Well, is important. well, you know, you say that, and I think that that's definitely you know if she's like. You must look. Okay, I'll look. Okay, I'll look. I'll look. Look at it. Look. Look at what you've done. Um, View the wreckage. Um, <laughs> you did this to me. <laughs> like, you, you know, you, you say that, and that's, of course, that's definitely, yeah, um, whatever she wants. Yeah, that's it. Um, okay. So I do feel a little better about the birthing process. I, I, I do feel, again. I don't know how that's possible. Well, no, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm sitting over here thinking my parents are right. Don't get married. Don't have kids. Don't get a dog. The afterbirth thing, really. I got to be honest with you. The afterbirth the, yeah. thing scares the shit out of yeah. me. Like, that's the thing that, that. You want to ooh me out the most is the fucking afterbirth. Just the, I mean. The name alone is kind of weird, huh? What's that? The name alone just sounds like some sci-fi thing. But it's also not going to be immediately. I mean, Like, how long did it take, by the way? 
it's in between like I, having I, kids. I wasn't looking when yeah. it happened. I'm under I was the impression that time, time loses so meaning. I, yeah, it does. It really, y- yes, yeah. It does. But also, <laughs> when it happens, is usually when you are look at this thing this, yeah. that, that's just coming into the world that's breathing and kicking. That actually and... struck me during your story, Josh, that it's almost like, oh, hey, Dad, some. Some shit's about to go down. Look at the baby. Yeah. Here, yeah. have a baby. Yeah. Deal with oh, this yeah. now. Don't yeah. look over here. Yeah. This is. Oh, they do that. I mean, they they'll, do. they'll turn you around and take care of what they need to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't want to see him. I don't want to see him throw stitches in. I don't want to see. No, you want. I, I mean, like, and it's and, and again, I will if I she think you got to pay extra to. to see that. <laughs> like I will if she needs to, um, but no, that's that's yeah. Okay, I, I feel better about that. Okay. Um, I have more questions if you guys have yeah. some time. And Where am I going? I want you to know, Gonzo, that your game. You're playing the role perfectly. Like you're doing exactly <laughs> what I was hoping you were gonna do in this. Keep most of the horrible thoughts to myself and chime in when it's amusing. Sure. <laughs> that um, seems to be what I'm doing. So So Jim, baby, snippity stip or wizard's hat? Um I'm not gonna answer that. Good answer. And I will tell you why I'm not going to answer that. I have made a decision, but there people have opinions you about that decision. To answer it. No, people have opinions either way, and I'm not interested in those opinions. Real quick before your next question, did I tell you about the dude I followed getting onto the highway maybe a month or two ago? No. He had, and I counted, nine different anti-circumcision bumper stickers, including a website and a YouTube channel. <laughs> That was, I don't know, it's just like, I get that people have opinions, but that's a lot of opinion. The hill I will die on. (laughs) Does that need to be on your car? I will gladly have this discussion with everybody off off air, (laughs) just because, honestly, it's, it's, that's something I'd rather not discuss. I'd like to clarify, I really don't want to hear an answer to that. I know you don't. And I think it was funny though, Snippy Sip or Wizard's Hat. I think that's yeah. hysterical. I, I've been I've been sitting on those two <laughs> phrases like this entire serious discussion thinking eh, that's a fun way to ask it. Oh, You're well, uncircumcised without, Harry. Without <laughs> without answering that question, make sure that the doctors and the team in the in the birthing room know no. your decision. Yes, yep. I will I will, also, I will double yeah, down on yep. that. Yeah. Also Jim, um when you hold the baby especially if it's a girl. Be careful. Yes, if you definitely. say Simba and they start to write that down, there's no turning back. <laughs> Um, also, Once the letters are on the page, if you stop them halfway through it, your kid's g- name is going to be Sim. 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 Um, all right. Is that short for something? <laughs> it was. No. It was, but I stopped them. Um, okay, so there we are. We, we, have, a, we have a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. That's the whole pro- That's it. And then from then on, it's, it's smooth sailing. <laughs> Coasting. <laughs> um. So I know that everything and downhill do go together, but carry two completely different <laughs> connotations. You notice that, huh? yeah. So I've I've noticed. So every baby is different. I've heard every different story on the face of the earth. You know, some babies don't sleep ever. Some babies sleep are like the best sleeping babies ever on the face of the earth. You know, so do I'm not, not gonna shake the baby. Okay. Joseph Smith. Don't no, no, no. That's not shaking. <laughs> Don't do that one either. <laughs> Don't fuck the baby. Um, Don't kick the baby. Um, so I'm not going to go into. Oh, what was it like being up all night? You're up not all night. the mama. Yeah. Um, oh, I did have a couple of specific questions about you know you get them home. Um, so 
I've changed a bunch of diapers before. So like, yeah. but my wife has never changed a diaper in her life. This is, I mean, the, the role really? reversal there is very funny. I've, I've, I've got four nieces. Um, I've cared for babies. I've I've changed random people's babies' diapers before. Just walking down the street, like, <laughs> hey, what are you doing? <laughs> tackling people, tackling lady, people, and lady, changing diapers. Lady, your baby stinks. I'm going to change that diaper. But no, he just. Oh, you're absolutely right. <laughs> wow, what? you do that with some skill, sir. Just one of the services we offer, ma'am. Um, so I, you know, you know, and so I'm not going to go into things like, oh, you know, tell me about blowouts or tell me about this What's or tell happening? me that. It's poop. It's yeah, poop. poop I, I, I'm, it's going to get on things. I'm ready. I, I'm ready for. It's going to get on you. It's, oh yes. yeah. All that stuff's going to happen. I'm yeah. ready for poop. Um, I'm ready for poop. I'm ready. And I, I have a boy, so I know there's going to be peeing in faces. Once oh, yeah. ever, once ever that happened. Yep. Only once to a nurse, the day he was born. <laughs> Really? Every other time, we managed to catch it. I don't know how we did it. No. Apparently, one of my first checkups, I shat all over my doctor. <laughs> my, my, my son peed in his own face, which was very amusing. <laughs> hey, you had to be proud about that. <laughs> no, the, nur- the nurse was actually showing my daughter, like, here's how you change the baby. I don't know what you're doing. It was giving him, like, the like little towel down. And it was like, so you take the diaper off, and then you know, it right on the nurse. Nice. It was like, now's the time to see it, Gwen. <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing you do when you unwrap is dodge. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, so that nurse failed P- her deck save, is yeah, what you're saying? <laughs> PPTPs? Oh. Have you seen those? Well, I was going to ask on. about the PPTPs. My, my sister in law. Don't waste your money. I've okay, never here, heard here's of this. the deal. All right, so it, you it is, put this little thing over the baby's dick. So. You, you know you know those little cones you get when you're at really cheap, but you have the thing of jug of water? Yeah, yeah. it's like water that. cones. You, All right. put, you turn it upside down. Here's the deal you don't want to get sprayed with pee. You take the diaper off, you put the new diaper on top of them uh-huh. while you're grabbing whatever you need to grab. Or you get peed on and call it a day. I mean, mean, you know. Some people pay extra. Um, I will say this about diapers. This is my baby, also known as my king. I'm a little little, (laughs) little upset that I'm slow on these. (laughs) Y'all are taking them from me before I can process. I'll say this about babies, about uh, diapers. Um, Your wife is probably going to do the majority of the feedings, depending, no, no matter how the feedings go. Uh, yeah, the, and that's be, feeding to be, time to begin with. That's what we're kind of yeah. right, and 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 I'll I'll talk about that if we want to. She but, um, is the one with the lactating breast. It is it, true, possibly, possibly, but sometimes there are possibly. problems. Yeah, but I mean that she is much more likely yes, than yes, you. Yes. She, yes, I do not have so, a mammary gland that lactates. I recommend. As far as I know, taking diaper changes because not only yeah. is it like you know you may be like oh, I don't want to do diaper. No, you know what? Diaper change is a time where it's you. And your kid, mm-hmm. and that's it. There's nobody else in the world when it's diaper change time. I have give taken him a little fist majority... bump, nice dong, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I took the majority of diaper changes, and I am also the one who bathes my son, and I always, and pretty much always have been. I think my wife's given my son uh, less than five baths, and he's almost four. Oh wow! And it's 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 my deal. And when when he needs a bath, I give him the bath, and. And it's cool, and it's kind of it's always been our thing. But it's <laughs> a, a bonding it's, thing. It's been a th- yeah, it's it's always been our thing. And diapers and bath time and like you know, obviously you know if you when you when you do bottles like you get to you get to have that experience, but not thinking of it as oh I have to change a diaper, but like hey I get that that time where we get to make goofy noises and faces at one another, and I get to say something stupid and sing the song that I want to sing to him because right now I'm thinking about the Beatles, and so I'm gonna sing a song at him or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. You know? I totally recommend diaper changes as a good thing. Yeah, I, I did the same thing. Just 
pretty much all the diapers when they when they came first came home. You could made. male lactate yeah. according to the internet. Um, yes, if I started taking a lot of HGH or started taking steroids or things like that or things that would affect my hormones, yes, you can begin lactating. I've I heard, don't recommend that. I've heard well, I've heard stories of um, bodybuilders. That happens. That that you know, they've taken so much shit that their hormones are so fucked up that they begin lactating professional wrestlers as well. I have in fact also seen Fight Club. <laughs> oh shit! I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because Bob. Yeah, because Bob. Bob. His name was Robert Paulson. Was Robert Paulson. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. I, so we ended up talking about diapers and shit anyway. So yeah. yeah. Um. You know, one of the things that I'm just curious about you guys, and one of the things that really pisses me off. Well, I shouldn't say pisses me off because no, it annoys me. Is that is this is this whole thing? Well, you have no your life's gonna change. You're not gonna be able to do anything anymore. Well, I mean, that's literally true. It is it's true. <laughs> <laughs> no more cockfights. Life is over, Jim. It's over. I, yeah, it's, you will it's, you never didn't, you have, didn't have joy again. You don't have plans like <laughs> next month or anything, do you? No, not next month. Next like, month, we're going to board next head. 10, 12 years? I will say, cancel those. Your, your social <laughs> agenda gets restricted really quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. I, when it starts, you might think of it as a downside. You might, other people will refer to it as a downside. It's not always a downside. Like, maybe, you know, you used to enjoy going to shows, you know, hitting the casino. Whatever. Although my wife and I did just buy our Iron Maiden tickets for August. Get a babysitter now. Well, yeah. my, my mother-in-law is already like, <laughs> okay, I got him. Yeah. It's a good thing and, your and social you know calendar revolves around gonna, people coming here. I'm gonna, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, in a, come that time. Either you or your wife may not want to. Oh, go. sure. Like, let's, like there were a lot of times where, where it was like, "Hey, we're going to do this thing." Like, okay, yeah, we'll see if that works. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, we've already lined up. You know what? No, um, he's got a cold. He, you know, he's, you know, I just, I'm not feeling it. My wife did not want to have a night away, or you know, for a very long time, she mm-hmm. was not. Feeling <clears throat> it. Excuse me. And I was feeling it earlier than she was, but I was totally on board with. No, no, I get it. That's how you feel. And you're going to have to feel that out. So, like, you may have bought the tickets. You may be reselling them. Like, yeah, you don't yeah, know. That's fine. You don't know what's going to happen. It may, your kid may have particular, you know, the only good seats sleeps. Could. You know, may only, you may only sleep during certain times. You know, when you do a particular, like, there are so many things. But that's, that's, that's the deal, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the packet. Like, you get the kid, and you get all the awesome that is having the kid. And that means your social life's restricted. Well, actually, that is something that I was kind of thinking about on the way over here. Like, one of the the things that I think is really important right from the beginning is to make sure that you don't let the baby prevent you from remembering that you two have been together for a long time mm-hmm. and you are important as well. So mm-hmm. make sure that, especially, um, and you know, you, you're important too, Jim. I'm not saying you're not, no, that's fine. but make sure that you're giving Jamie opportunities to get away if she needs the, oh, the sure. time. Um, because it's really easy to get kind of lost in the baby mm-hmm. and forget about the fact that you know you're adults that have needs of your own that have social lives. So if you're able to take that time and establish some sort of way for you to get time alone or time together and leave the baby with a trusted relative Mm -hmm. or somebody it's really important to make a conscious effort to do that because if you don't 
months go by and yeah. you realize I haven't left the house for anything other than work. We've, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, we've, yeah. um, we've, we've actually really kind of talked about that and how we both need to make a concerted effort to do certain things and be able to do certain things for each other, for ourselves. Yeah. Let's go like get that. tattoos. That's a well, good we're one. we're going to do that anyway. We like we scheduled nights, yeah, for okay. a long well, time. Yeah. You have to, and there are certain things that that we're involved in that you know we know we're not going to be involved in for a while, like theater, for example. Mm-hmm. But we both understand that we're going back. It's something that we both need to do now. The sad thing is that you know it's very unlikely it will be a really long time before she and I can do a show together. I'll watch the baby. Yeah, but you got to realize that's the thing with theater, especially with what she does and what I do. We're going every night. Yeah, yeah, I'll go every night and sit in the audience with the baby. Now, eventually, it'll just be the point where just take this fucking kid everywhere. So she and I have talked about that. It's like we understand that, but there's going to be a point where you know, if there's a show, you know, she does a show and I do a show, or she does a show, then yeah, Yeah. strap the baby to your back so when you yell at the actors, you can turn around and they feel, oh, it's so cute. I'm not upset that he yelled at me anymore. I will use that child as a weapon against my, my cast. Absolutely good. Um, as it should be, you know. So you know, we've talked about things like that, for example. Um, but Josh, you of course bring up a very good point. You know, it may be to the point where it's like, okay, well now I can go do a show. Do I really want to go do a show? Yeah, you may. Not I want might not to want to. So, so, yeah. and, and I'm re- And you know what though, I'm ready for that. But I think one thing we talked about is that we both really had this discussion, where. Um, as much as you're not going to resent the baby, you don't want to resent each other. Yeah. Yeah. That's and really important. That's huge. Yeah. And I think the fact that we've had, and again, one of the, th- I think, I'll tell you, man, certain things, being, doing this in my 40s has afforded me the opportunity to, I, I'm not ready for parenting. I'll tell you that right now. No, I, I, I don't, no. And I don't claim to be any more ready for parenting than any other parent. What I will say is I have had the opportunity to watch a lot of really good parents do really good stuff with their kids. And I've seen some great kids get raised. And then, of course, I've seen Josh. Um, <laughs> I was not raised. Well. Which I will say, I will say, Josh's kids are two of my favorite children on earth. And it is because of my good friend Josh, who is a, 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 a spectacular father. He's got a lot of friends named Josh. He's, I don't yeah, know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd like to get some advice from this guy. Yeah, I know this guy, Josh. He's pretty, Josh, I should introduce you to him. No, I, it's... But he's not on the episode this time. No. Um, <laughs> that guy's also not a father. No, he's not. I think I, think I joked with him last time. That, could, that guy couldn't get laid in a morgue. <laughs> So anyway, but so so I, I laugh because I can hear them. The walls in that house are very thin. Oh, that's very sad. I don't want to know about it. Um, don't listen to this one, Josh. Not you, the other Josh. <laughs> Does he go into nerd treatises right before he comes? He cries after. Yeah. So, <laughs> and let me tell you why Last Jedi wasn't a good movie. Ah! <laughs> anyway. You joke, but he is one of those that. Uh, oh, I know does he not. is. I know he doesn't care it's, for it's, Last Jedi. It's not his fault that he's fucking wrong. It's because he's a child and has no Wait. idea what the fuck he's talking about. I have a question for Jim. Yes. What if the baby doesn't like the Star Wars but prefers? I am completely ready for but this. But prefers like professional soccer. No. By far the least interesting of the sports. So I have whoa, whoa, thought whoa. very deeply about this. First of all, I'm never going to push anything on my kid, but my kid's going to like a lot of stuff by osmosis because that's just what just happens, what happens. Right. Um. When you guys see what this kid kid's room looks like when he's done, like we're 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 starting very early, um, <laughs> but 
Um, I am, you know, it's it's the old Patton Oswald joke. You know, it's like, you know, my kid's gonna be this giant jock kid, and he's going, "Hey, Dad, I threw your Blade Gunner run up, uh, your Blade Runner gun up on the up, up on the uh, up on the roof. Why don't you go get it, you fat ass?" Something like that. You know, I listen. I don't care. You know, I I, I don't. I, whatever the kid likes, if it makes him happy and it doesn't hurt him or anybody else, uh, not only will I allow it, I will support it. I will. I will. I will foster it. But Jim, um, what if the baby is an internet troll who disagrees with the fact that Wolverine's claws come out from between his fingers? That's not nurture. Uh, that's not nature. That's nurture, and I won't let that happen. Or honestly, um, if I have to, you know, crunch all you want, I'll make another one. I don't know what else to tell you. Um, no, actually, we had a really hard time with this one. That's why I'm 42 and having a kid. Um, no, I. Um, Kids gonna like what the kid likes. The kids you gonna like what the kid it. likes. You support the child. You, you do what I mean. There's a lot of things Gwen likes that I'm like, okay, whatever. That's you're an 11 year old girl, and I've never liked 11 year old girl things. But she also was like, hey, dad, I want to watch this movie. I want to do this. You know, she owns just about every superhero movie that exists yeah. and watches them all the time. And, yeah, she's a superhero. You know, she loves she loves superheroes, and you know, she likes Star Wars. But she's not super into Star Wars, but she likes going to see the movies with us. You know, and like mm -hmm. that's what she likes about them. Um, you know, when my my son changes what he likes about every fifteen minutes because sure. he's you know three and a half, but you know that's that's what they do. But he's gonna like what he likes, and I, mean, I already told my wife I'll learn hockey because he's not playing football, but because um, I like his brain. But other than that, <laughs> you know, like he's gonna do whatever he wants. Like if he's gonna play a sport, he's gonna play a sport. You know, that's what I'm saying yeah. here. And like I. I played soccer, the least interesting of all sports, apparently. But, I, mean, uh, I played it, but, too, know. until I got stung by a bee and decided I hated this. <laughs> by the way, the least interesting of all sports is baseball. Excuse and me. I love baseball. I love baseball. <laughs> and I love baseball, but baseball's fucking boring. Listen, I played well, soccer. Let me rephrase that. To on the radio. Baseball's great to listen to on the radio. I love baseball's to baseball great to, radio. to go to. To, to, to watch to know. Baseball's horrible to go to. Oh, no. Oh, I would rather no. go than watch Oh, no, no, no. Television. No, I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. You're absolutely right. I did it the wrong way around. Yeah. Baseball's Football's awful. horrible to go to, but great to watch on TV. Baseball's great to go to and terrible I, I, to watch I, on TV. I will spend all day at a ballpark. You know what I used to love, though? Now you see, the interesting thing is, this was my internal monologue before I settled on soccer yeah. being the least inflammatory <laughs> sport I will tell to you make this. fun of. First of all, soccer is phenomenal to watch on TV if you're watching it in Spanish. Uh, and watching <laughs> five to seven-year-olds play soccer is one of the most amazing things you'll ever do. Unless you're coaching. Oh, no, no. <laughs> coaching or refing. I used to mm. ref little kids because my dad was a coach, so they were like, you can obviously ref the little kids. And it's usually... 27 kids, no matter how many you have on the team, there's like 27 on the field, all gathered around the ball, including the two goalies. And they're in this tight little group with about a foot and a half in between them. And then all of a sudden, the ball pops out of the top of the group and goes somewhere. And then all of the kids run to it and bounce it around. Except for, for the one that sits down and starts picking the grass. <laughs> that was me. And I got that's stung a, by a bee. That's why you got stung by a bee. You needed to be in the scrum. I played baseball. I did that one. No, but I, I just, you know, I'm ready for the kid to do whatever the kid wants to do. I, that's fine. I, I want to get back to something that Jordan said, though. Uh -oh. Talking about your spouse and you. Oh. And this is something that I think people will tell you the opposite. And I'm going to tell you that I believe they are wrong. Your kid Nerd is fight. really important. Yeah, no. <laughs> the eagle should have flown it. No, um, the, your kid is really important. I'd take a bullet for either of my kids. I'd give a kidney. I would live or die for either one of my kids. The person I love most in the world is my wife. Mm. Absolutely. And I think 
you can't forget that. Like, I picked my wife. I didn't get to pick my kids, right? They came yeah. along. They're wonderful people. I love them. I adore them. I would do anything for them. But my wife is the most important person in my life. I have to keep her. I have to keep her happy. Like, the kids can just resent me later. Um, <laughs> but I, if I want to remain married, I have to keep my wife happy. Yeah. And part of keeping my wife happy is keeping myself sane and happy and doing what I need to for my self-care. But a lot of it is going... No, no. You know what? You go out tonight. I would love to, but you got this invitation. Go out. I'll stay home with the kids. Can I sleep in tomorrow? Can or, you give me, you know? or, yes, fine. Go out to coffee with Jamie again. <laughs> yeah, no, but you know what? That, that was a lot of, for the longest time, she, my wife, and is best friends with Jim's wife. And they go out all the They used to go out all the time. They haven't lately because obviously. My wife's one not and a half pregnant. pregnant. <laughs> um, but, She's not leaving the house. Yeah, but. Uh, she would go out for coffee with Jamie and be like, I'm just going to go out for an hour because that's all I feel like I can do. That's that's the most I can feel like I can be away with my wife. Three hours later. But, you know, but she would, but that was what she was comfortable with. Yeah, she could do that and then she would come home when she was, but eventually, I would say about eight months in, she was like, you were leaving the house. Like, you go to work, yeah. that's fine, but you know what? You're leaving the house. Well, she yeah. would go to she me. Call, she would, would call she Jim and be like, "Get him get the him fuck out, out of, the house. of the house." And I was terrible at. It. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm that. I was terrible at the self care part of it. I was like, no, 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 you're more important than me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm just now getting around to that a little bit myself. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to do. I'm not a father, and I have problems. <laughs> with it. This is true, though. Um, I will tell you, going back to that first thing that you said, and um, this is something I was very surprised about, and I don't, you know. I don't, I'm not a particularly religious person, but I got to say, it was one of the most profound things that a priest ever said to me. So my wife and I kind of um, bullied our way out of having to take the, the um, pre-wedding classes that you have to take when you're uh, a Catholic. Oh. Um, yeah, that you, sounds like fun. It, oh. I, I wouldn't know. We didn't have to do it. <laughs> we didn't have to do it. It's like, it's like yeah, we, we kind of were like, well, you know, we're getting married civilly, so we're, mm. you know. And we plan on having children. Either you're going to do this or you're not going to do this. And my aunt is a founder of, you know, founder of this church. Oh, your aunt's who? Oh, okay. Fine. It was, we really kind of, bu- I felt kind of bad because priests would kind of bully this. Don't yeah. feel bad for bullying priests. But yeah. <laughs> he, was one of the, he, he was one of the good ones. So he, um, he's like, all right, so you guys are going to have kids, right? I'm like, yeah. You're going to have the kids brought into the church? Yeah, that's the plan. Okay, that's great. He's like, you know that no matter what, your wife is still the, mo- the most important person in your life, right? And it didn't occur to me. He's like, you realize that, right? He's like, you realize that you're going to have children, that, that your wife still comes first. I'm like, is that just like your observation? He goes, oh, no. he's like, oh, no. He's like, I guess that is my observation because I've you know, worked with married people my, you know, my entire priesthood. Yeah. But also that's what, like, that's what you, when you, got, when you get married, that's, that's what you promise. That, that's no matter what, you know, no matter what, this is, this is the person. And I have taken that to heart. Anyway, in life, you know, um, and those, you know, those of you that know me rather well know that the type of relationship I have with my wife, um, we both had that discussion, that very discussion that's like, you know, no matter what, this, you know, this, this kid, you know, this kid could be, you know, fucking Hitler. You know, if this kid's Hitler, it's, it's very likely. I think Hitler's it's, a skeleton and can't be fucked. It's us versus him like it's always oh, yeah. you know if you know and and even in good things it's us versus him it's not mm-hmm. you know you know he may have a favorite but I, you know but you know you're my favorite you know and so, you know speaking of i us appreciate you him. saying that oh no i'm good i'm glad 
But speaking of us versus him, because I think this is another important point, you are going to disagree with your wife on many things raising the children. You never question the captain in front of the crew. Exactly. You never, you never. I, there have been yeah. times one of us has shot a look at the other one, uh -huh. and it's been like, "Wait there a minute," because you are still in trouble. You know, and you go in the other room. What? What did I do? Mm -hmm. No, I told him he could do that, but we had to be. Oh god, you know. And you have that little. You have that You have that discussion quietly quorum, in the other room. Little quorum. And mm -hmm. you, you go over and you come back and you know. And there's going to be times you want to be like, what the hell, woman? I just, you know, but you don't. You don't. You got to be on the same page. On Always the on the same page. Even when you're if not. If they sense a chink in the armor. Because <laughs> they, well, they're, they're, they're very intuitive. They realize you were raising a little racist. Because at first. Oh, come on. <laughs> well, because. Of, <laughs> wow, Gonzo. Is that one staying in? Do we keep that one in? I'm okay. gonna make so much noise now that you can't edit. Oh no, I have no intention. So far, everything we have is gold. We have one hour and forty-seven minutes of fucking gold here. <laughs> oh shit! I forgot to ask you if we'd been recording this whole time. If we weren't recording right now, I would drink an entire <laughs> bottle of bourbon in front of you, and that would be the show. All right, so we've been on for two hours. I'm gonna make my friends just sit here and watch me drink. Gonzo, I hate children. I hate children. Gonzo, okay. when my head hits the keyboard, just fuck on, audience. All right. <laughs> So, uh, yes, we are definitely recording. Yeah, um, and, and more than if they see a chink in your armor, it's you always want to provide that united front. If they see, yes. it, if they see an if they Asian see American it, in your I'm armor. I'm sorry. Should they see a person of Asian descent equipped in some fashion in your home, please call the police unless they were invited. Same but, page. Uh, yeah, but you want to be on no the same page. No holes in the armor. Yeah, even when you disagree, you want to be on the same page because you don't want to confuse them. Yeah, even more sure. than like letting them in. You don't want them to go like, well, which is it, Mom? Am I allowed to stay up all night drinking <laughs> drinking juice and, and eating ice cream or not? Like, no, we made a rule. First of all, kid, you don't other. drink juice and eat ice cream. What the hell's the matter with you? <sighs> My son doesn't like juice, period. I don't know. He's weird. That juice know, isn't good for you. But that's I a know, good I'm thing. I'm very excited. Yeah. It's like, he's like a water and milk kid. Milk we're trying to dial back because he loves it so much. But water, that kid, he's got a problem. It's called there hydration. we go. The moment is passed. <laughs> he wants to Yes, yes. We're, we've, we've dialed it back. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and you know, but you literally almost did. It's literally the. Uh, it's literally that. You know, you don't. You don't question the captain in front of the crew. Right. Yeah. So no, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I, I. You know, my wife and I have been through so much together, more than a lot of couples actually go through. Like we've been through some some shit, some of which you're aware of. Like we've been through some serious like human beings don't actually go through this type of stuff shit together and um we're aware that this is <laughs> going to be the biggest challenge of our life but this is literally something that she and i have been you know working on for 15 years and it's kind of like wow so this fucking happened and she look at each other just like well, we've wanted this for so long. Well, now what the fuck are we gonna do? Well, but at least at least she and I are a team, and we're doing it together. And see, that's kind of the way we look at it. It's another thing that I, I think is important, and even if it doesn't affect you, it may impact somebody who's listening to this. Please, as excited as you are, and as long as you've been trying to make this happen, there is not a guarantee that the baby's gonna pop out, and you both fall instantly in love with yep. the baby. Oh, that is such a good point. It. Can I'm gonna fall in love with the baby. It can take some time 
and that is perfectly normal. Yeah. There's an adjustment period. The postpartum period can be a few hours. It can be several months. It can be a couple of years. You got to be able to give yourselves time to adjust to the new life that you have and allow that time for you to d- establish your relationship with the baby. Because as much as it's been a part of, of of both of you for this period of time, it changes once once the baby comes out. And a lot of people expect they see the baby, they just just melt at the presence. And some people no. don't. Some people are just downright standoffish with the baby. As much as <laughs> just don't Casey Anthony that as shit. as much as oh, they Jesus. as much as they wow. might love the baby and want to take care of John the baby. Ramsey? They have, <laughs> they have a, a hard time really bonding. I and once, that's normal. It can happen. I once wanted to start a punk band called John Benet Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmares. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> um, incidentally, probably close to how it happened. <laughs> anyway, I'm anyway, that. Um, I have heard that before, and you know that I know me, and because I live in a constant cloud of guilt. Um, I fear that happening. That is something I'm afraid of. But it's it's normal. And yeah, it's of so course, normal. I know that on a rational sense. Just have to, you have to keep telling yourself. I have and a question for the, the fathers. Yes. At the table, uh, so I've just kind of remembered a quote from Scrubs, oh. and I was I was curious, like, is this, you know, how how does it compare to real life? I believe it was uh, Doctor Cox saying it to to <clears throat> JD. And it was having a baby is like having a puppy that slowly learns how to talk. <laughs> in some aspects, yeah. I mean, like we had a puppy before we had a, a baby in the house, but He's such I'm going to say this. Dog. When, I love that dog. I don't know much about the, puppies. Huh? When the kid comes into your life, right? <laughs> when that baby is born, he will not have a personality, and that is weird. Like, let's be yeah. really clear on that. Like, the first. Days, weeks—I I can't even remember how long the baby Shit, I actually just cries, about this. sleeps, and uh, eats, and puts things out the other end, mm-hmm. and that's it. And that is not like you—you'll look at it, the baby and you'll be like, "I love the baby," or "I'm trying to love the baby," but do something, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Because there's no reciprocation for <laughs> any of what you're doing. You'll be like, "I love you so much," and the baby will go. And you'd be like, no, 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 come on. I love you so much. <laughs> so it's funny. It's funny. So I, I, I started saying this a while ago, but I, this is a perfect time. Um, I've worked with kids of all ages for many, many years, um, except for this age. Mm. So Not much work you can do with uh... Well, no, not really. <laughs> um, <clears throat> you, you know what? Um, improvisational theater doesn't really open up any doors to them. They're not very big with yes and. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, uh, there, t- you know, there, there are things. How's a like- three-year-old with that, though? You'd be uh, shocked. They're <laughs> awesome. They are awesome. They don't know anything if, else. If you can, all they know. So, <laughs> if you can get them, if you can get them, the, the, the hard part about getting three-year-olds teaching three-year-olds working with theater with three-year-olds is not getting them to interact with you. It's getting them to interact with each other, with the goal in mind. Yeah. So everything, so everything is structured as a game. Everything you have to do is a game, which is fine because all kids understand at their base games. And improvisational activities are often just games. So it's less of a puppy that learns how to talk. It's more of a three-year-old where it's a puppy that slowly learns how to 
maintain a train of thought. Yeah. Yeah. Because the three-year-old's so, yeah, a puppy that can talk, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so the three-year-old's, but think about Not it when always. you were really little, right? And you're playing like cops and robbers, right? Bang, I shot you. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You missed. <laughs> you missed. Like, I had a that's shield. the problem with that kind of thing with kids. It's like, there's no yes and. It's like, no and. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what I tell people, you know, like, are, are you nervous? Are you unprepared? Are you scared? Yes to all of those. What, the thing I'm most nervous about is this kind of... I know the kid's just born, but I feel like when the kid's first born, they're still in a larval stage. Yeah, they, they are. Yeah. I am I, I'm looking forward to being done with a stiff wind can kill my child stage. I'm looking forward to the creature being overtly durable. You know what I mean? Like you know Oh past the squishy phase and into the if I drop it it'll bounce phase. Sure. So apparently I bounce. The skull solidifying is what you're looking yeah. for. <laughs> the skull solidifying the kid can the kid can has full control of its neck. Oh, that ta- that takes time. You know, um, oh, my son headbutted my wife as soon as he came out of the womb. I'm not kidding. He so picked did, up his head. So did boom. So, nice. So, so so Cindy said the same thing to me. We we joked that uh, he was minutes old. And he fucking headbutted that me his face. That his first words were, "Oi, mama!" <laughs> <laughs> my son is a Sucker. football hooligan. <laughs> so I wish I still had it, but when my daughter was born. I remember within the first week of life reading one of the eight bajillion parenting magazines that we sent, and the very last page of the magazine was how I killed my son seven times in the first week of mm-hmm. life. And it was it was a father talking about all of the things that he thought for sure were killing his child uh, because he was scared about exactly those. No neck control and the head squishy. Mm-hmm. And, like, and it was... It's simultaneously one of the funniest and most comforting things I have ever read. Yeah, it, because it was like I did at least five out of those seven things. Sure. Like, you know, like there's that moment where you're going to put your kid down on the changing table and they're sound asleep so you don't have a problem. And then when you're three and a half inches above it, they all of a sudden do a triple sow cow <laughs> and have fallen. And you're like, I killed my kid. And then it's like, oh no, he fell three inches. And went back to sleep, mm. or you know, or is pissed, you know, <laughs> but didn't die because they are more resilient than you give them credit for. Yeah, I, that's. This is the. Again, I, I, this is the stage that I mean. I've cared for babies before. I've cared for infants before, uh, not my own. So there's not as much. At the same time, you're 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 more terrified because it's not yours. But at the same time, it's like I don't care as much. It's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, he smacked himself. He's crying. Time to give him back. I, yeah. I, so, <laughs> sorry, I'm, your kid's dumb and hit himself. <laughs> <laughs> it's screaming now. You take it. So that, that's that. I think is the thing I'm the most nervous about. Like I can deal with terrible two children. I mean, believe me, I, I, I'm half the time I'm a fucking. I'm good with that. Half the time I'm I'm a raging two year old. So I'm actually really good with two year olds. So when I think about it. I feel like my son was born a week and a half ago. Yeah. Right? Like, it feels like it just happened. But at the same time, I have little to no memory of those first couple of weeks. Yeah. Right? And, I mean, they say that that is a survival mechanism for our species, that women do not remember the pain of childbirth, and that you will forget those sorts of things so that you can keep on going and doing what you need to do. Yeah. Because it's a terrifying time. 
And then a few months later, you're like, I don't even. Uh, it was what happened. It was there were people came to the house, right? And there was a casserole. <laughs> like, I, I feel like there was casserole. <laughs> Lots of casserole. I feel like there was noodles and tuna and maybe some potato chips involved. Yeah. I feel like people are constantly I do giving like me tuna things casserole. To Where is this I food, and do I get to eat it? Pretty yes. good. I hate tuna. Yeah, I know. Like, I know you don't like, like tuna. Canned tuna. I, I know when does this stuff. food happen? When you're here, when people bring me food. Yeah. When does that happen? After what the challenge. Um, I will tell you right now, this kid's going to be born in and around Thanksgiving. I got people offering turkeys left and right. And specifically I will eat this turkey. Right now. Yeah, yeah to right now to my left, someone's going to bring me a turkey. I will eat this turkey for you. Uh, not if you don't get your, not not if you don't don't go get your shot. <laughs> I'm gonna get that shot because I'm gonna hold that fucking baby. This episode of Couch Grouches is brought to you by the United Vaccine Council. <laughs> get your so, goddamn shots, people. Um, I prefer a child with autism to a dead one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the very last. So I mean, there's. I mean, I. I mean, we're 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 hitting two, we're hitting two hours. In the <coughs> so I could I, this could be a six hour show. All right, and it would be awesome. I mean, that probably. And be I'm sure you'd post that night, instead but, of the yeah. seven hour. No, I, I I would cut it up into I would cut that one up into <laughs> sections because I actually could probably edit that one this one somehow. Editing your editing that fucking Justice League one was just impossible. It, so it was the Justice same League. for the studio, and it, it wasn't was all your fault. No shit. It was Batman versus Superman, not Justice League. You're I still haven't right. seen Justice League. You're absolutely right. And, and, and Justice League was a better movie than Batman versus Superman. It was. Uh, I just, it was. Terrorism. Horses. Yes, white horses Think about terrorism. It. Um, yeah, so I mean, I could go, you know, and you guys, I, first of all, thank you guys for doing this. This is awesome. This was awesome. Um, and I don't want to be over yet, so, but I, I, I could go another hour. Um, but I also know it's almost 10 o'clock and people have to go to work tomorrow. Um, Okay, I wasn't gonna sleep till three in the first place. <laughs> Dumb. So, so So Jim think, Baby. No, no, I, I've got a couple of questions. How just, do? But I'm just trying to think of a couple of things. Um Okay. Your I mean you've got an eleven year old. Yep. And your oldest is how old? She'll be nine in a couple weeks. Okay. Neither one of you are concluded with parenting yet. No. Of course, you never, but you never really conclude being, you know, being a parent. But, and I'm sure you've heard this question before. Is there anything real specific that you would do? Like, if you can, you can go to me, Jim. I've done this before. I no matter under no, for God's sake, under no circumstances, you must never. Rusty. Yeah. What's up? But you know what I mean? Is there one or two things that you look back and go, I don't okay, this is reference. what happened. It's an Ocean's Eleven. 11. Um, is there something that sticks out in your head that, that you would go to me and go, Jim, no matter what, do this. Or Jim, no matter what, don't do this. Specific to the child. Yeah, this is a silly one, but I'm going to okay. say it. And, and it's not earth shattering. But this is something I No tell, Katy Perry? Uh, yeah, no, this is something I tell parents. And this is, you're going to be like, why are you even mentioning this? But it's because the holiday season is upon us. Um, your kids will interact with a lot of other kids and everything's going to be very different from household to household. Mm -hmm. um, hmm. And people are going to have different ways of doing things and the kids are going to ask questions and and behave in different ways. Can a baby <coughs> eat ravioli? Uh, it depends on the baby's age and the ravioli. Chip or D, not so much. My um, ravioli. Yeah, not this year. <laughs> but... <laughs> This is gonna, and you're gonna be like, why this? But this is something that's a major pet peeve of mine, and has come into light of mind with my daughter. 
Um, when your child reaches ages where they can discuss things with other children and you are celebrating the holidays with them, as I know you're wont to do. Yes. Um, Santa Claus. Santa's real, God damn it! you shut your mouth. Brings one or two or three gifts. Small gifts. Mm. Only a couple of gifts. I don't care if you're giving the kid $10,000 worth of presents. Santa Claus only brings a handful of gifts. Because my daughter has gone to school with people who got nothing. a gift from Santa and nothing else. And then another kid in her class got a PlayStation 4 and 35 games from Santa. Thanks, Santa. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. Why is yeah, Santa, we, why we Santa so nice to the rich kids? We do that for, this, to the, for the same reason. Santa brings one or two things. Santa brings a couple little things. And nothing expensive. Right. Nothing Some, expensive. Something simple. Yeah, and your parents can can yeah. give can the parents can give the nice stuff. And I know that seems like, hey, that's a weird thing, but it's such a big thing. I get to be Santa for your child. If that makes you happy. It does more also, than I think you know. Also, don't get upset when your child thinks better of your significant other than you. So that goes in waves. Because that will come and go. <laughs> I mean, I, it's just this will kind of go along with the <clears throat> Santa thing. And I know Jim's heard this story before, but I'm going to tell it again anyway. When my wife and I were dating, so she is the stepmother to my daughter, obviously before we had my son, um, my daughter is incredibly enamored of my, of my wife. Very um, much so. Uh, very, very, much so. very enamored of my wife. Um, and she cannot remember a time any longer when we were not together. Um, but one year for Christmas... Much I, like me, just really quick, much like me, and Gwen and I have had this discussion, I have no memory of my parents being together. Yeah, my real parents. In fact, I took it a step further, and Gwen was very surprised to hear this. And she was like, really? Because she, this does not apply to her. I said to Gwen, I'm like, Gwen, I have no memory of my parents ever being in the same room together. And she's wow. like, really? I'm like, yeah. She was, oh, I'm like, she's like, oh, no, that happens. Well, talk, yeah. Like, yeah, that's We're not fun. besties, but we attend functions. I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah, never. She's like, oh. Remember, wow. we had that discussion once. But. One year, I did not have a great deal of money, but I was trying to do a lot for my daughter. But one thing I could do is I purchased <laughs> at a drugstore, of all places, a four-foot-tall uh, cardboard playhouse. So you put it together, and the kids can color the outside. They can go in it. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Like, it was like I the had size that. of like a table. No, yeah, I had that. And I snuck into her room while she was sleeping, and I assembled this playhouse, and I got out. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> Santa for the win. Santa is awesome. And she got up in the morning and she came in, Dad, 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 hey, hey, Gwen, what's going on? She's like, Dad, you should see it. There's a house in my room. And I was like, There is. Wow, show me. And so we went in and she showed it to me. I was like, That's great. Look, you can color on it. I was like, great. Where do you think that came from? And she goes, Siobhan. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, not Santa, a.k.a. me, who did all of the work. Oh, wait, but Josh is going to be better Santa, because he can grow a full beard. It's true, though. Listen, uh, I uh, have already told my wife, and, and she's on the board, when this goes fully white, I will start doing Santa. I mean, that's my entire future plan already. <laughs> and including, I don't know if you guys have ever seen, I highly recommend this film because it's really cute, the uh, DreamWorks uh, production of Rides of the Guardians. Oh yeah, my kids love that one. But North, no, who is the Santa Claus in it, who is voiced by Alec Baldwin, has uh, the tattoo sleeves that go from like his wrist to his, to his elbow, 
but on the sides of his arm it says naughty and nice and once I go all white I'm getting those tattoos <laughs> on my arms and I'm going to go be Santa because like, I got really out. excited figuring that the baby's not going to remember anything I could have a full beard by next Christmas. You could. <laughs> but Josh is the better choice to be the physical yeah, but, Santa but, for your child. But Josh is going to have more important things to do than be Santa for my child. Yeah, that's true. Of course, my kid will be a year old. This is one thing. This kid's being born like you know a month before Christmas. <laughs> so Jamie and I joke. It's like, you know, we don't really have to get him anything for Christmas this year because he doesn't know shit. So this is going to be our last you Christmas have, together. You, <laughs> you won't have to do it next year either. And next year, next year, I and I... We told all the parents, like, you want to get him a toy? Get him a toy. You know what the kid needs? He needs towels. He needs sheets. You know, whatever it is he yeah, needs. Well, that's this the year. They'll do all that. That's yeah. this year and next year. Because at one, the kid <laughs> will barely be able to unwrap the paper. Right. He's not like, going to care. He's not going to care. He's not yeah. going to remember. He's not got a like, bit of time to grow a got, Santa beard. Yeah, you've got time for the kid to, to, to do all that. You realize that at a year old, next, next Christmas, the kid will be a year old. They still don't. Speak actually, English. I actually just read that. Um, That's correct, right? Like oh, one year old. Yeah, they don't they, speak they English. Start a, a word or two. Yeah. yeah, a couple of words. That around, you know, it takes a little while, and then they start learning, like, forming memories. But around age seven, apparently, they start to lose memories of the really yep. early stuff that they did have memory about. Oh, that's interesting. Up until about unless, age seven. Unless you're my daughter, who remembers <laughs> being born, apparently. Which has got an imagination. Yes. <laughs> so, Jordan, I, 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 I posed the same question to you that I asked Josh. Is there, like, one thing oh, that right. either, like, you must do or, like, you mustn't do or, or something? Did anything really stand out besides you have to vaccinate your kids? I, I, I want to say no because – You don't think I should vaccinate my kids? No. <laughs> <laughs> A complete um, reversal. Boy, I was gonna say that's a hundred and eighty. I changed my mind. hundred and eighty degree one. Okay. I've done my research. Oh. <laughs> I, I did see he was on Google for at least thirty seconds. Yeah. He has spent his evening in this room with us and has decided the world doesn't need more people, <laughs> <laughs> much less more of you. <laughs> I, I I tend to say there's no must do or must not do because every kid is so different from every other kid, but. That Santa Claus shit is clutch, though. Thank you. That, yeah, that yeah. that's actually really important. Um, one of the things that, my, and my wife's much better about this than I am, because I was raised, my, my father was a minister, and I just kind of got raised as this shy, and I don't talk about a lot of stuff very openly, but we try, and like I said, my wife is better, but we try really hard to be very honest to the level that they can process Sure. When they ask us questions about about their bodies, um, their bodies' relationship to other people's bodies, um, religious questions, anything that is outside <clears throat> of our comfort zone, and we'll tell them, you know, like this isn't something I'm an expert in, but I can tell you this is what I know about it. But establishing that, you know, we're available for them to come and speak to about whatever it is, um, I think that's. A really important thing to do, no matter what what the kid is. Oh yeah. Um, because, and this is something I'm I'm always trying to remind myself. I'm not raising kids. I'm trying to raise adults. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's a great <laughs> that are that are well adjusted enough. <laughs> but at the same time, it sounds like you know because like you're you're trying to make it appropriate to their age and stuff like that. But not not so much their age, but like kind of their level of understanding. Right. It's that. it's yeah. Because I I see so many parents trying to teach trying to treat their children 
like short adults yeah, you know, at a young age. You can't do that. And like for example, we have friends, and I'll just I'll, I'll go off off uh, off air to talk about this. I we have two friends that have Josh and I have these things that that, that have a child, and I feel like they have totally um, attempted to raise a uh, a Fraser Crane. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, a Fraser and Isles. I don't even know which one, but so yeah. I have um, a friend but, who named his baby Sephiroth. And wow, that's awful. Yeah, that's, 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 that's terrible. But I want, I want to piggyback off that. We should call DCS against that guy. <laughs> honesty. I, I believe they were at yeah. one point. I think it's super important. Like, honesty in all – obviously, you're, you're going to lie to your – we're all out of cookies. I mean, it's, like, totally fine to lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that kind of, like, super white lie. But, like, honesty, when you're, when you're saying those things, like you said, age-appropriate, as age-appropriate as you can, when my – Children ask about things related to sex. I don't need to go into German shies of porn, <laughs> but I do need to, even from a very young age. Nothing, Gonzo. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. I, do, I started discussing I consent with Gwen when she was in daycare, because you can talk about consent in the way of no one has the right to put their hands on your body without your permission, right? And you don't have the right to do that to them, right? And now, obviously, that's like, well, yeah, obviously, you don't push your friends on the playground. You don't pull their hair. But, I mean, teaching that early and, and often leads to, a, to adults who understand consent, right? And, yeah. And teaching them, you know, what, you know what, is, what is my bathing suit area? You know, have it, nobody's allowed to touch you there. You know, you have to have these conversations. This is what it is. You know, you'll get the, where do babies come from? And you yeah. need to have that conversation. Honestly, I can't think of anybody who was served by a a cabbage patch or a stork story you can have a, a man yeah. and a woman put their bodies together in that area and then mm -hmm. they produce a child when you are older i will tell you more about that but for now you right. understand that you know you can can you understand that yes okay great well i mean the thing especially like with consent and this is honestly this is something i struggle with i really love to tickle my kids i think it's hilarious oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. and i have to remind myself when they say stop I have to stop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it teaches them that they're saying stop. There should be an expectation that that behavior stops. Mm -hmm. And that will carry over to <clears throat> any other area as they get older. Yeah, I mean, that's um, something that, you know, I, um, I, I, I you know... I think about the way I was raised and things like that. And I wonder, you know, and I've never really, you know, I've always been kind of a, a very, um, you know, I, I interact with people the way they're comfortable anyway. Now I push boundaries, but I never push physical boundaries. I never have mm -hmm. except for with Gonzo, but <laughs> he, I, I haven't found the boundary yet. Yeah, well, and I mean, see, I, I mean, I, and I've gone past the knuckle before, so it's secret is my uh, so you're going my past comfort the zone is yeah the big one. I mean, the one that's connected to my shoulder. Secret is my like personal boundary. I don't like people. No, I know. You're already <laughs> you're already in it. So at this point, it's like we're in your bubble. Yeah. Um. So, but you know. What bothers me is not so. You'll hear some people like, "Oh, in this day and age, it's hard because, um, you know, you know, we have to teach them they can't even do this or that." My issue <coughs> is not having to teach my son anything about that. It's my son having to deal with kids whose parents are like the people that I just described. Right. 
Um, it is not hard to teach any of these things to kids. It yeah. is not difficult <coughs> to say, here's something you should know about. Kids can absorb just about anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, there is not a topic that a kid can't can be like is going to lose their mind over you talking to them about. I mean, even including human sexuality. I mean, mm -hmm. I think the easiest conversation I ever had with my daughter was involving, you know, the difference between a straight and a gay person. Sometimes people like the same person of the mm -hmm. same gender. Sometimes they don't. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was it. That is it. Somebody you know? has already. Someone I didn't expect already whipped on me. Well, what are you going to do if your kid is gay or trans? Love it. Love to my response, my response is, uh, I do like, <laughs> like, like you don't, you don't do anything. What do I do? I'm not going to do anything. Yeah, do I don't understand. Do like, what am I going to? I mean, I, I guess the action I'm going to take is treat the child normally and attempt to accommodate the child's needs as I would anyway. Any child, like like I, I, I have to feed this kid, so I guess I. You know that like, I would like I, but it's it's as it's as base it's as elemental mm -hmm. as that. Like yeah. your kid could love Abba, but you'd still need to parent them. Right, oh, right. The, the kid, th this kid, this kid could. <laughs> there are lines. Listen, <laughs> this kid could hate the song Africa. Mm. Oh no! All right, that's where I draw the line. We you will know, not have another Patrick O'Leary. <sighs> so, you know, but I've already been hit with that. Yeah, and it's like Jesus Christ. It's like, what are you going to do if your kid's a racist? I'm like, no, like no, it's not going to be a racist. You're I mean, not, you're not born that correctly. way. <laughs> that's, that's what's, it's like, no, I, I you know, um, obviously I'm going to check to see what's, you know, what what's happening in and around Just the kid. Do some serious internal searching yeah, if that happens. So, you know, I, I, it, still shocks, in the armor, it still shocks me that to this <laughs> day, these there. are questions. <laughs> you know, what are you going to do if your child's trans? I don't know. I, I, refer to the child in the, in the, now that they 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 prefer and you know do right. the best I can to make you know I'm trying to that right there is everything though do but, the best you can yeah. in any situation <laughs> is all anybody but can then expect. also someone's like you know someone was like well you know oh that's oh what do you have I'm having a boy well how, do you identify its gender for yes. it already as a yes matter of fact. <laughs> so here's, the child no, here's, cannot here's, form words how, and identify here's itself. how here's how here's how i answer the this child question. thinks when it closes its eyes the world disappears yeah, right. here's how i answer this question i said i am identifying this child by the gender that i am aware of until the child makes me aware that it is something else and let's be very I, I, clear we're talking Yes, should my child, either one of my children decide, you know, come to me and, and reveal the Yeah, It's not really deciding. It's yeah, yeah, just, yeah. That's why I caught my language right, there. No, yeah. exactly. Come to me and say, hey, I'm trans, blah, 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 blah. You know, obviously, I'm a gal. We have this, whatever. But until that time, we, we should assume what we know. And what we know also is that the likelihood of that is very small. Mm -hmm. Right, the likelihood of that is is in the single digit percentage. But 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 right? because but because these people are no longer hiding in fear and and worrying right. about being murdered, all of a sudden it's well, your child could be trans. Right, and and you know I mean, there's also a chance that my my child could have uh, you know any number of physical or mental conditions that cause that need us to cause to do something else. Right, I mean like there are things, but I don't plan for that one percent right. chance, that five percent right, chance. Right. right? Like, you know, there is a 5 to 10% chance that my child could be gay. I, okay, I'm going to let them know that that, is a, that we are open and accepting and loving to that, but I'm not going to automatically assume they are gay. Right. There <laughs> like, was a, there was a, and I hate quoting memes, 
But, and I, here, well, I hate quoting memes about serious things. I love quoting memes. <laughs> there was a great meme about that going, you know, I don't ever want to tell my child, you know, that it's okay to be gay or that it's, you know, not okay to be gay. I just want my child to feel comfortable one day to come home, you know, my son to come home one day and go, hey, this is my boyfriend. And I go and I sit him down, I make him a cup of tea, and I ask him about their day. Like, right. you know, yeah. and of course, you know, that's a world that you envision happening someday. Um, and then we said, why are you drinking tea? <laughs> that's the real question. Because because not disrespect the, the leaf house. juice. Because it's four o'clock in the afternoon, and oh, that's well, what the queen that. does. Never, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm, Do not disrespect yeah. the leaf juice. So, um, I don't disrespect okay. your bean water. <laughs> <laughs> so, Just um, as long as you don't say soy juice. <laughs> soy Where are you cannot getting juice from a soy? It, it does not have a soy teat. It doesn't teat. have a soy teat. Therefore, so, it can't be soy milk. Can um, So before we go on to listener mail, and uh, is there any last bits of advice that you guys can give me? This has been awesome. Don't shake the baby. Don't, thank, <laughs> thank you, Gonzo. Viable, viable. I will also not uh, shake the Jordan. baby. I, I had something. I, I need a minute. Just, <laughs> uh, so it, I will say. It escaped me. Enjoy things with your children. Enjoy what they enjoy. Celebrate what they enjoy. Even if it's like Yo Gabba Gabba or some shit like that. Yo Gabba Gabba is great. It's fun. I, I just need it's, to drop more ass. As long as it's not Caillou. Um, oh. Fuck Caillou, that bald motherfucker. Oh, that so. show is evil. It is. Kimo Caillou. How do we feel about Peppa Pig? Peppa Pig's fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, so is. Um, yeah. So is. Uh, Wait, I have a meme about this too. And so it's horrible. So, so go ahead, Josh. Yeah. But um, enjoy what they enjoy. Like, it, allow yourself to enjoy what they enjoy, even if you don't. Feel it deeply and okay. ha- enjoy them enjoying it. Enjoy things that you enjoy with your children. You know, hey, great. <coughs> Maybe you're not going to get the deep complexities of, of storytelling here, but let's watch the Rankin Bass cartoons. Oh, let's, that's awesome. You know, let's let's spend some time and like watch this together or play this together or do this together. Rankin Bass Gollum nightmares are the best uh, nightmares. They are. I had nightmares about Gollum for years. Um, but and allow yourself to enjoy the, what they're enjoying and, and allow them to enjoy what you do. And then when they say, no thanks, Dad, be okay with that. No thanks, Dad. I don't want to watch Lord no, you, of the Rings. You're thinking of it I want to watch the you. Barbie horse movie. Barbie like, horse movie? Okay. 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 Great. Let's do Do you really enjoy this? Tell me what you like about it. Let them... Let their enthusiasm infect you the way you wanted your mom or dad to listen to you talk about Tron again, <laughs> or maybe that was just me. <laughs> but um, but you know how they want, like how you wanted to tell Never them. Never seen again a man about... more excited for a sequel in my life. Oh my <laughs> god, I love that movie. I haven't seen the sequel. Oh, yeah. oh it's so much better than Tron. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, like how how much you enjoy. Like think about when you were seven years old or what, you know, pick an age, and you wanted to talk to your parents about something and how excited you were to tell them about when you got home from school or when you got home from the movies. And think, just take a second, think about how excited you were to tell them. There are so many things my daughter tells me about that she is super excited about that I either don't understand or really frankly, like, wouldn't spend an ounce of energy talking about, mm-hmm. but she's excited to tell me about it. So I sit down, I stop everything I'm doing, and I listen. 
Like that is so important that your what your child likes is celebrated by you. I, I have my own Pokemon collection just so I can trade cards with my kids. Exactly. <laughs> like, my daughter plays the flute. Starts getting expensive. Now you see, the Jim. Flute. The Fortnite <laughs> is a video game. <laughs> I listen. If my kid decides to start playing Fortnite, I'm going to show him why Overwatch is superior. Yeah, and, you, you might and then unfortunately you're going to hook up the N64. Likes to play first-person shooters of some variety. Then you're going to hook up the N64 no, no, and no. get them on Goldeneye. Let's <laughs> play first-person shooters. See, see you got to realize you got to find your bridges. You know, and your perfect gateways. dark was what superior. you do is you go okay, like first-person shooters. Well, you should do something better than a competitive first-person shooter. This is a game called Metroid Prime, and you get them there, and then you <laughs> and then when you find out they're enough of a geek, then you get them into Elder Scrolls and shit like that. Now, Those man, are all first-person. Mech Warrior Four. Get them away from PvP. No, what you do is you put your child to bed at night. And when they wake up in the morning, they're in the back of a wagon. You say, finally woke up, eh? <laughs> <laughs> just, just I guess to... you were trying to sneak across the border when those Imperials got you, too. Hey, Josh, yeah. if I've learned anything from the Elder Scrolls, it is that Goblin Jim is it's a hoonam. <laughs> so, All right. you're finally awake. <laughs> So I heard them say we reached Jordan, Morrowind. Anything, I'm sure they'll let us go. <laughs> yeah. Anything else before we close there? Because that's fantastic. Yeah, right um, go for I'm, I'm going to suggest that let your children see you fail and <clears throat> learn from it. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. So <clears throat> my kids, I, I started seeing it in them that they would give up on something immediately once they couldn't do it the first time they tried it. So I started playing the guitar again. Because I was horrible at it. <laughs> I love this one. And I, so I made sure they were in the room, and I would pick it up, and I would play it, and they would see me struggling, and then they would want to try it and see what I was doing. And I got pretty good at it again. <laughs> That's great. I love it. And now, yeah, yeah, you about, don't suck. That and, explains a lot about my behavior in life. <laughs> and now, huh. so that, and now I'm trying, to, to, I'm trying to model what I hope to see in them. Because just telling them to do something doesn't do much. No. But if I can show them, look, I want you to keep working at it. Because eventually, even if you can't do something now, put some work into it and you'll be able to do it later. My telling them that doesn't get very much across. Them seeing me do it, I think, gets that lesson across more effectively. And I hope that that's something <clears throat> they take with them now. Like my daughter started playing saxophone this year. Oh, you poor thing. For better than a clarinet, two months and the flute, and she's knocking out the whole book now. That's like, awesome. I'm yeah. sorry, I will quote it's Ambrose Bierce way too loud. <laughs> <laughs> clarinet, noun, an instrument of torture. The only thing worse than one clarinet is two clarinets. <laughs> Welcome to heaven. Here's your harp. Welcome to hell. Here's your accordion. Uh, I have an accordion. Yeah, I know you do. All right, guys, can't play it. Bring um, it to the next game again. We could, we we could I do show this. You this now. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm Peppa Pig, my, my by kid, the way. My kids have have outgrown Peppa Pig now, so <laughs> um, I, told I, I, won't, a, I won't. I told have you I to, had a meme for. I it. won't have to picture that as they're watching it. Anymore. So <laughs> I'm a bit of an expert. <laughs> <laughs> How that car makes it up that hill every time, I don't understand. <laughs> 
So I want to thank you guys for doing this. I really, you know, I mean, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe we'll we'll meet up again in a in a, in a year, is in a year too. or two. We could talk about I don't know, like toddlers and shit like that. Oh so boy, I feel toddlers. like Blues Clues is good, especially because if, if you start them with the if you start them with the old Blues Clues, I'm trying to get to letters here. And when they get old enough, you can show them <laughs> that moth story from the from Steve, where he talks about his time and why he left and progression as a human. That's not bad. It's a good lesson. <laughs> I like the moth story I like that he the moth did. Too. And with this, we're going to close this, uh, this 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 portion. Thanks, guys. So I we really can totally edit it. out all these parts where I said insightful shit, right? Not at all. Oh, one, one last yeah, thing. Yeah, no, go for it. The most important advice you could ever get, feel free to ignore all the advice you would get if it doesn't work for you. <laughs> Except that one yeah, about shaking one. the baby. Except for that don't one about shaking it. the baby. Except for vaccines and shaking the baby. Okay. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> All right. So this turned out now. to be better than I thought. Like <laughs> this turned out really good. Well, we're pretty awesome. You guys don't suck. I helped. And again, I just want to. And uh, my axe. <laughs> <and> my axe. <laughs> All right. So I guess we'll go. I guess we'll go right to to, to mail. Um, as always. You got any you, questions from Jordan this week? We do actually. Um, we can. Um, Nerd. We can. Uh, we can. Um, you can always contact us. Um, either via email at couchcrouches at gmail on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at couchcrouches. Um, you know, whisper your questions to your infant as he sleeps, and through telepathy, Jim's child in a couple <laughs> days will start speaking aloud when he sleeps at night, yeah. and we will hear yeah. the Cthulhu questions, <laughs> and we will respond in kind. So um, we'll start letters with the way we usually do. And again, <laughs> I haven't had a good one of those. In <laughs> that a was while. good. Um, and, and Josh is in no way, shape, or form prepared for anything that's about to happen. So, uh, but let's go ahead and start the way Just we start like letters. Being a father. Okay. I thought Sam had a different theme song. This isn't Sam, ass. This is Doug. All right. So Doug contacts us from, uh, again, at, at uh, couchcrouches at gmail.com. Um, Doug says, hey, gang, uh, now that we're on Baby Watch, I'm sure this may, this may be the last question I'm sending for a while. Cool game idea. Baby Watch. No. Baby no, Watch no, 2018. Actually, Doug, I plan on putting out content every fucking week, yeah, even no, with this baby. Like, I still stand by... Because we're going to be here. I still stand by what I said the other week, which is I'll make a nice plush sort of thing for the baby to kind of just sprawl in that'll have, you know, soft sensors in it. So every now and again, there'll be a sound effect just because the baby... Like oh, flailed and smacked sweet. a thing. <laughs> that's gonna take weeks to months so, before they get to that point. Yeah, well, that means I have plenty of time, time to, to work do on that. it. I can just see him sitting there. We're talking, and just in the middle of nowhere. Finish your lightsaber while I'm at it. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh no no no! Jacqueline's not we're, here. We're not giving uh, Jacqueline's. Uh, we're gonna talk about armor again. So um, I want to hear what Doug. Has so Doug to say. says, um, "All the best to Jim and Jamie, of course." Um, he says, "Happy late birthday to me." I'm very sorry I missed it. I'd also really hope to see you a game this weekend, though I understand if you cannot that there's a game this weekend. He goes, "I've been listening a lot. Um, I've been listening to a lot of active play podcasts of D and D and Starfinder recently, and I was curious to hear one of your favorite stories, one of your characters from one of the games you've played in or ran." Until next time. Um, I will tell a story because Josh is here. Uh-oh. Probably my favorite all-time MMO story. <laughs> I know where this is going. Have I heard this one? Probably. So I used to play a game, and I know this isn't D&D or Starfinder, but it's a, it's a role-playing it game. counts. Josh and I used to uh, play together on Star Wars Galaxies. Oh, boy. I have heard this story. <laughs> and um, Josh and I uh, were like in like the same guild, and we like we hung around, we did everything. And uh, Josh played, uh, so in this game you could take, uh, besides taking normal damage, you could take things like ability damage. 
and the only way that you could get ability damage healed was a certain uh, a certain kind of ability damage healed was by listening to uh, musicians or watching dancers. So Josh played like the most haphazard entertainer ever. He played Ishosk. Who, who was like a seven foot tall Trandoshan. For right. those of you who don't, don't know what a Trandoshan is, Bosk from, from Empire Strikes Back. Like for those of you man. who don't know who Bosk is, he's like a lizard man. Um, this like big red in, in like a white in like a white PVC plastic uh, le- uh, lounge suit, leisure suit, <laughs> and he would sit there and play his flute. Um, and I played a uh, a Twi'lek, which is like. You know, like the, the dancer girls are big fortune with like the head tails, and I was um, a scout and a and a ranger. So this like motley, this like motley crew, like we're out um hunt, we're out on um on Naboo, um right outside of this town called Moenia, which was an, a rebel town, and we're hunting Fumba. Now Fumba, if you remember from Phantom Menace, are the big dinosaur things that carry like the generators on their back. They're like oh, a yeah. brontosaurus okay. but with a short neck. Yeah. <laughs> right. okay. They're not the strange so, farting creatures from no, the no. second one. No, um, so we're um, we're hunting these because you can get materials off of them and you know make, make some credits. So uh, we had killed a couple. Mm-hmm. We decided to go and get one more. So um, he, so Josh is doing ability to damage to one, and I'm sniping it. I'm shooting it. I'm shooting. It, I'm shooting it. We're not gonna kill him. Nope. We're not gonna kill him. So we disengage and we book it. We book Run it. Run like hell. <laughs> and. In, in galaxies, when you got far enough away, it would stop pursuing you. Yeah, it's a modern you MMO. Would lose aggro. Now, one of the things that we, one of the things that my character class could do, um, Ranger, was I could set up camps because you could only entertain either in a in a cantina or a camp or a camp. That was it. So I set up a camp, and I'm sitting there at the camp and jo- watching Joss playing his flute, and then he stops, and I see him look up. And then I see typed on the thing, Gojira! And, and the fama comes down, and, and, he, and he, he bites me in half. The thing just comes down, and I die. And the, now, mind you, he takes a fucking screenshot the of The only shit reason I didn't me. attack was because I was too busy screenshotting it. <laughs> because this was too goddamn good. I mean, literally, and the screenshot is me sitting there, kind of just kind of. And, and, and I'm bopping back and forth to the music, and the next frame you see the dinosaur, and the next frame I'm ha- like, I, my legs are sticking out of its mouth, and and Gogeta! That's what happens. So that's that's my favorite. That's one of my favorite stories. So Doug, thanks Doug. That was a great question. Doug also gives us a bonus question. Um, okay. Five extra points. This is actually pretty good. This is pretty good, and it's going to be Just pretty. It's going to be pretty rough. Um, most Somebody. of oh, I yeah, don't. What else is new? I don't know if you guys could answer this. Um, I know I can. He goes, "Hey." I've also been playing a lot of Icewind Dale on my mobile phone, and I just can't figure out how Thacko works. Any way to clarify it for me, Jim? It, it doesn't. doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, well, there you go. You've uh, well, successfully answered Okay, it. so the fact is, um, <laughs> Thacko doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but Thacko, r- r- uh, Thacko stands for two-hit armor class zero. And, yes, and the... It's very old D and D system. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's so Thaco was the system um, that was quote unquote perfected <laughs> um, in Second Edition and in Second Edition um, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. Um, basically, um, to calculate if a hit succeeds, you roll a d twenty and you add or subtract any 
of bonuses or penalties as normal. The number is then subtracted from the character's thaco to yield the strongest armor class. So in D&D, in second edition, armor classes ranged from 10, which was the worst, to negative 10, which was the best. Yes, this makes sense. Conversely, a player can subtract the opponent's AC if known from their Thacko value to find the roll needed to hit. So, so, so basically, to hit, yeah, please, please, you ma- need to mathematician. Hit. So, yeah, so it it is statistically not different from a positive AC being good, right? Because what you're saying is, in order to be successful, I need to do, I need to succeed by by reaching a numerical threshold, right? So if I have a ne- if negative ten is my best, then I want to roll and get higher than a ten, a ten or higher, to hit zero mm-hmm. or higher, and then I will know I have succeeded. Whereas inversely, if there's a positive ten, then there's really nothing you can roll that where you wouldn't hit a zero or better, right? So yeah, it's just whereas now the what bounds. you yeah, so re- yeah, exactly, exactly. So what you're doing now is like, okay, great, my armor class is now a seventeen. So you need to hit a 17 or better when rolling the die, which would be absolutely no different than my armor class is a negative 17. I need to hit a 17 or better on the die. Yeah. Um, Obviously, there are modifier differences between the two games. I so. haven't played second ed in 15 years. So it's I, unfortunately, I'm not as... If any of you guys want to chime in... Just because I understand it doesn't mean I like it. Right. right. So if any of you guys want to chime in with a little bit more, you know, whatever, you, you know how to get in touch with us. And I'll be clear, I've never played Thacko, but I've researched it because the math is interesting to me. Like. All right. So our next question is also brought to us from uh, um, uh, couchgrouches at gmail.com. Who and is it? It is... Hold on. Um, I just going to pull it up here. It's hold on. Yeah. Um, who's it from, you ask? Oh, God. <laughs> I do ask. I would like to ask who it is from. Who is it from? I don't know. It looks like he's queuing up some theme music of some sort. I'm trying to. So is it... Oh, I know. He's going to read questions that I said with you sitting welcome. at the table. Well, we should... We should... So Jordan didn't know he was coming tonight, so <laughs> Jordan sent his questions uh, on Monday. I don't remember what they are now. So Jordan uh, contacts us at uh, uh, couchcouches at gmail.com. He does not whisper his secrets to his child. (laughs) (laughs) I believe that once the child can understand your secrets, my... They no uh, longer (laughs) keep them. (laughs) My method of sending us questions should no longer be employed. So he he actually gives us three short questions. His first one is favorite Stan Lee character, which, what's my answer, Gonzo? What's my favorite Stan Lee character? Even I know the answer to this one. Stanley, no ass. Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom. Yeah. Oh, I oh, thought oh, oh. I thought you meant characters you meant that the, that the Stan Lee has. Been. No, what's what's the favorite? Oh, what's the favorite no, character no. that he created? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, because because I was gonna say it's it, it would definitely have to be the one from the 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 second Hulk movie who who drinks the Hulk blood. Oh, my answer would have been Hugh Hefner for that one. That's me. Mumra <laughs> was so, Mumra a Stanley character? Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> Who's your favorite Stanley character? Who's my favorite Stanley character? Because if you do like Marvel, you appreciate Golden Age Marvel. I do appreciate and Silver Age Marvel. Marvel. I don't know that I have an answer to that question. You don't have a favorite Marvel, like old school Marvel character? Um, I'll let, I'll let you know if he's a character. Or not. Well, I know if he's a Stan. <laughs> I'll let you know if he's, he's a, a Stan Lee character. Uh, Bob, no, Hydra Bob. Hydra Bob. Johnny Blaze. 
So the original Ghost Rider. Yes. You mean the real Ghost Rider? I, I enjoy all permutations. Of I Ghost have to. Rider. I have to find no, out. But did, Johnny Cage did. Well, uh, no. Did, I mean, did Stan Lee create Ghost Rider? <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> I don't think he did. I don't. But let's find out. No, no. This is good. This is this is what this this is the fucking point, people. This is why we do this. But I know that. Yeah, I know you like. I know you're a Ghost Rider. I'm, I'm a Ghost Rider fan. I, I'm not. I, so I'm not in general a Marvel person. I don't. I don't dislike Marvel. I just enjoy Swamp DC Thing. More. Is that Stanley? Uh, not no, only is it not Stanley, it is not. It is not Marvel. It's not Marvel. It's DC. <laughs> So, um, but uh, Vertigo actually. But when I, when I was a, when I was a child, uh, and I started getting into comic books, I don't believe he did. But still, it's the uh, the catch. Danny Catch. Danny Catch was came out, and I loved the cover of the first one. And that was, of course, around 1990 or so when every comic had 17 variant covers. Mm -hmm. I was one, but they had. They had uh, a glow-in-the-dark cover that was just the Ghost Rider skull that I thought was the coolest thing I'd ever seen at 13. Um, the and 90s so I, were a good time for glow-in-the-dark. Yeah, I picked it up, and I read it, and I was like, this is cool. And I had a uh, I had a, a pull box here in Bristol at Omni Comics. Yep. And uh, with that, you got a discount on back issues. And on your birthday, you got a super discount on back issues. Oh, nice. So I went and I collected a whole bunch of original run Ghost Rider because of that. Because because of that gimmick, which helped drive comic books into the ground in the nineties. <laughs> well, there are seventeen variant comics of everything now too. Well, we'll, we'll say that Stan Lee was at least the initial editor on it. All so. right, there we go. Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite Stan Lee character? No, that's why I was asking the question because I was having trouble. Gonzo, I'm probably Spider Man. I guess. I mean, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Your I took Doctor Doom from me. Well, is that yours as well? <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. All right. His next question is we the could best go with Galactus as well. That's oh, all. They, they, these are both really well written, like villainous things. Best part of a Thanksgiving meal: <clears throat> oh, um, ravioli, <laughs> the leftovers, stuffing. Well, I gotta say, I love stuffing. Stuffing is my favorite. My favorite. You know what? The best part of a Thanksgiving meal: side dishes. Ravioli. Turkey yeah, is good. Does anybody consider turkey as the best? Part? Not the best. I enjoy the hell out of my turkey. I love turkey, but, but I feel like the side dish is the best. Yeah. Part. Yeah. So yeah. And you're right. All like the, the next couple from. days, like when you're like, I'm going to make a sandwich uh -huh. with stuffing and gravy. Can I just say, I'm a little old school. First of all, we, we've talked a million times about how I'm old school with Thanksgiving. And as much as I like the cranberry relish, there's something about. The jellied cranberry out of the can, just and that, first of all, that yeah, the sound. sound, but also <laughs> and, and the fact that the little lines in the can are perfect to cut along. Uh -huh. So you have, you know, they sell molds of that. They sell canned molds so that if you are making your own homemade, you can make it look like it's in a can. I endorse the that. The mold is probably six times as expensive as just buying a you full buy can. And Gonzo, for you, it's ravioli? <laughs> yeah. Now, Jordan laughed, but legitimately. Um, so I've never heard of ravioli at Thanksgiving. Um, we used to have a, a big, if you're Italian, it's like we used to have a big plate of Italian food to go with the turkey on Thanksgiving. So that sounds like a better meal. Like we, we, like we had lasagna. <laughs> we used to have lasagna. Yeah, okay. So we used to... We used to split the holidays and like trade off kind of every other one, and then we just decided to straight up split. Like for Christmases, we would go to my grandmother's down here. Thanksgiving, it was my grandmother up in Massachusetts, which is my mom's side. And for Thanksgiving, every year you get ravioli's the first course with meatballs and sausage, then turkey later. 
and they they told a story that apparently the first Thanksgiving my father ever went to uh, to their house for. They sat down, they served the ravioli, everybody ate it, and then they weren't going to serve the turkey. And my father got, like, confused and upset by this fact because it's Thanksgiving. What about the turkey? And they, the, the response was, we'll, we'll eat it tomorrow. So. <laughs> I love that story. So that, that's the same ravioli recipe that I now carry, and we still make I for, look forward for to Christmas and everything. Yeah, I gotta bring some at some point. Yeah, yeah. I, I eat right. some of the turkey just as kind of like I feel like I'm obligated to eat oh, the turkey. I love, I, I, say, love, I, I love turkey. I, it doesn't I, do I'm, anything for me. I, I, by the time I sit down to eat, I eat very little yeah, because too. I've been cooking for two days. And yeah. mind you, I look forward to cooking on Thanksgiving starting the day after Thanksgiving. It is my favorite holiday. Like yeah. I look forward to those couple of days yeah. of food prep and cooking like well, nobody's business. Yeah, me too. I just started hosting my family Thanksgiving a couple years ago. So So my dad died on Thanksgiving Day. Oh. And I joke with my mom. I joke with my mom that my friend she, died the she, day after. She can no longer make Thanksgiving dinner because the last time she did she killed my father. <laughs> which Ooh. she didn't even make that meal, which is what makes that so funny. So my mom and I joke. Um all right, so let's go to so our... I'm so happy that... <laughs> we uh, have another question ...that I learned Jordan? how to nope, cook. that's it from Jordan. That's it. Jordan, do you have any more questions? I don't remember. Okay. okay. Uh, we have one last question. Oh, I can't wait. And our last question also has its own theme song. Oh, Jaqueline. I am too sexy for my love. I didn't send this in. No. <laughs> this is from Sam. You've never met Sam. If you met Sam, you'd understand. He's also never listened to this show, so that's, that's why he doesn't know the theme songs. Maybe right. I haven't. I've just been lying to you. So <laughs> Sam uh, contacts us on Facebook, at Couch Crouches. And Sam says to us, he goes, um, I gave up on computer games a couple years ago, as my life simply didn't have time for them, but a new Bethesda open world game always piques my interest. Fallout 76 is now looming, but I must confess to be turned off by the idea that it is multiplayer. So my question is, why is massively multiplayer, why is the massive massively multiplayer routes seem to be the focus of so many studios these days. I love the single player experience. Why do these software houses seem to think that adding in large numbers of moody teenagers with itchy trigger fingers into, into my game world is a good thing? Is it purely about money? Yes. yes. <laughs> is yeah. that all we need to say? Because I really think that's all you need to say there. The fact is, yes it is. Um, the fact that they take games that are traditionally that are traditionally single player and add a multiplayer mode See and 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 the multiplayer modes are fucking ham-fisted garbage pieces. But a mode that you can turn off is fine. Is fine, and it's a completely different thing. But it's just yes, yes. So I mean, the fact is, is it's money. So I want to talk about Fallout 60, uh, 76 specifically because I'm a, as you know, Jim, I'm a big uh, Fallout three and four fan. I know this to be true. Um, I as am I. I have spent more hours in Fallout Four than in any other game I've ever played, and that wasn't intentional. I just kept enjoying myself. It's a lot of game. Um, haven't played it yet. But so. when they were announcing Fallout seventy six, and the first trailer came out, and it was a big surprise because everybody thought it was going to be just a, a a revamp of three, and mm -hmm. it was going to be better. I got incredibly excited, <clears throat> and Pardon me. I watched the uh, announcement of what the details were going to be, and I was crushed. I was absolutely crushed that they were decided to do this multiplayer. Well, God willing, it'll be like uh, No Man's Sky, and it's not actually. So it has. It is in beta. Um, yep. It is live, and I have seen quite a bit of it. And um, from what I have heard from people who aren't, um, hey, how many people can I get to click on my site? 
Um, it's supposed to be very good, and people have and had it, very good experience. And you can have a it. very good single player experience yeah. in that game. But I do want to say, yes, this is obviously a money grab. Like, there's no two ways about it. But I also think the people at Bethesda wanted to do this because they wanted to play Fallout with their friends. And whether or not that's a good thing, I think we can totally we'll get you can debate for endlessly. But I think that's what they did, especially with them coming out and saying, and by the way, next year we're getting our next Elder Scrolls game and it's totally single player. It's not like, hey, we're abandoning single player for this. And I no, think they got they got Elder Scrolls online anyway. Yeah, but people yeah. were afraid that the, the that Elder Scrolls done. experience was done. done now because you had the online one, and it's and not. it's not. And they and they also said eventually they're going to do another Fallout standalone and you know single yep. player game. But that <clears throat> you know when Fallout Four came out, they wanted to try something new, so they built a mobile game. Also, keep in mind that first of all, that that mobile game. Fallout Shelter, Shelter. is awesome. Fun. Yeah, and it's, um, and, but it's completely. But different. I will say that um, it's just a clicker. Fallout right? seventy, yeah, Fallout seventy six, is not an MMO <laughs> in the pure in, in the purest sense. It's an instance based game where you know, it, you know, it's not the whole world in it. You know, a couple players are grabbed for this instance, mm -hmm. and for the life of that instance, those are the players you interact with. And you don't have to interact with them if you don't want to. You, you can play through the game. It's it's you know, and you can't be griefed in the game because no, you specifically you have to initiate that I'm going to fight you for someone to turn around and fight back. Yep. You basically have to draw on them and be hostile in order for them to, and then they have to accept you. Yeah, and then you know. Um, so I think it's I think why, it's which, very which is different. why I like Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy is the same way. You know, there is PvP in Final Fantasy. 14. But you have to, but don't you have to go to a PvP instance? Is uh, there any way unless to... you're on a PvP server? Oh, okay. But even if you're on a PvP server, it's still not. Yeah. Murders so, for everybody. So I so I uh, I guess my my half-hearted defense of seventy six because I don't think it's a full-throated defense. But my half-hearted defense is, I think they wanted to try something different, and yes, they love money. Yeah, I mean, I mean they're a company. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. No, they got my money. And you know what? <laughs> and you know what? You know what it could be. It could. It could be a mix of both. You know, you could have the development team that approached the big wigs in the first place, saying, "Hey, this would be really cool if we could like multiplay this. It'd be real fun for us." And the big wigs look and go, "Yes, this will give me money. Go forth and do the thing." Either that, or the like. You know, the, the big company goes, "We want you to do a mobile game." Or we want you to do an MMO. Blizzard. <coughs> what? You know, exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's Bethesda. Bethesda would be like, oh, we want you to do a a, a, a big uh, uh, MMO type thing. All right, fine. Let's come up with something a little different. Let, let's let's come up with something a little <laughs> yeah. different. You get like, like the you get the Assassin's Creed Black Flag because thing. these people have no idea. Like we can show them we that really... it's multiplayer, but they have no fucking idea what we're Wait, talking about. Yeah. You, you kind of have you played Black Flag? I own it. I've never so played. So you kind of get the feeling that it was hey. We really want to make a pirate game. No, make Assassin's Creed. <laughs> oh shit! All right, um, Assassin's Creed, but they're pirates. It is yes. my favorite of the Assassin's Creed games. But it's definitely but that it sort of definitely, a. Definitely. Uh, well, they want Assassin's Creed. I guess we could kind of wrap that story around. But for the, it's a pirate game. <laughs> Here you go. It's pirates. <sighs> Two hours and forty some odd minutes. Would, this is a good show. <laughs> No, this is a good show. I'd split it in half, but I'm not going but how to. How do you feel about the Diablo mobile game cash grab out of Activision Blizzard? I've never played a, a Diablo game yet, so I, I have I have no no skin in that game. All right, fair I, answer. Did you see how it how it dropped their stocks though? A good like no. 
Apparently, a lot of the uh, World of Warcraft players uh, have migrated to a game you are familiar with, Jim. And there's a lot of new World of Warcraft players playing Final Fantasy XIV. It's because Final Fantasy XIV, in and of itself, as at its core, is a superior is a superior video game. It's a superior MMO. Yeah, and every now and again, I get my World of Warcraft fix just by playing Star Wars: The Old Republic. Yep. Just just a reskin. Yep. All right. It's a fun reskin, but it's a reskin. So. People have asked, you know, are you not going to have the show anymore? We're going to have the show. Next the baby's week, a guess. Next week <laughs> may be a little dicey. We'll see what happens. I will at least post stuff on Facebook, probably. Uh, whether or not we have a full-fledged show next week, I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yes, the plan is is to at least is to release regular content. That was the promise I made, and that's what I've really hammered home to Joe and Gonzo, and you know, we're we're all about it. So two I do, out of three ain't bad. Yep. I do want to thank Josh and Jordan for coming today. You guys thank were you awesome. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Yeah, I had a great time. <clears throat> um, maybe I'll actually listen to this. Maybe. Uh, as always, as I said before, if you want to contact us, uh, we're, available, we're all over social media. Um, call me. First things first, you know. Uh, no, don't call me. We are, pick up. Uh, we are available by email at uh, couchgrouches at gmail.com. We are available on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at couchgrouches. Um, as Gonzo Jim's says. His personal number is... <laughs> Yeah, so that's what and so he could just edit in like a beep there, 42. like I actually said it, and people wonder did did he? Um, we'd love I to hear from you. The joke, so comments, questions, anything you guys want to talk, troll us, please. I'm still waiting for someone to legitimately troll us so we can have Gonzo rip them apart. Um, so if you know any assholes that just want to troll podcasts, please, we, Josh, you don't count. No, um, so that'd be great. Um, I wish I knew how to troll somebody. Gonzo's, Gonzo's Black Magic Corner. Those, like, Gonzo. Gonzo, have you contacted the demons? Contacted is a strong word. Um, it's definitely the time of year, though, that, I, that they start kind of like lurking around corners. So, hey, kids. Don't fuck around with magic, especially if you're not, like, uh, stable in the first place. And I've had this conversation with at least two people in <coughs> recent memory. Yeah. It just makes it worse. Magic does not fix your mental problem. It makes it worse. Okay. Really cranks up that paranoia in there. <laughs> the problem is, I keep being right. So people should stop, like, trying to be sneaky and just straight up fucking tell me things. That wasn't pointing at anyone. Not at all. Oh, good show. <clears throat> so uh, I guess we're going to call it there uh, for Couch Grouches. 18 this... years of my life I've spent. <laughs> <laughs> guess we're not uh, calling it there. <laughs> well, no, you know what? If we're, you know, we're going to end it, we should end it with, uh, so, if not our theme song, some manner of theme song. I thought uh, it was going to be Jordan. with the birds because Joe's not here. So for Couch Grouches, this is Jim. I'm Gonzo. I'm Josh. I'm Jordan. Fuck on, audience. You know, we really take it for granted that today's a Tuesday, but, like, that's trusting that someone's counted every single one. Could be Friday for all we know. <laughs>